more money, more problems you gotta be in If the record's two mil, then I'm trying to do three. Get a couple chicks, get them to try to do E. Hopefully, they're okay then. Okay then. Some nice cooked food, some nice clean drawers. Bird ass niggas, I don't mean to ruffle y'all. I know you waiting in the wing, but I'm doing my thing. Where's the Yo, 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 turn yo. it, turn it. What it do, what it do. Mastermind Podcast, episode 18. 18. Got my buddies in the house tonight. Alex over there across the table from me. What's up, Alex? What's up, what's up? Got Scrap over there right beside the Scrap. What it do? Man, there it is. Man. So, how was y'all weekend? Oh, Confusing. <laughs> <laughs> ah, a lot of confusion, right? Confusing. Yeah, you did sound a little confused when I talked to you. Most definitely was confused. And I was right along with you in the confusion. like. Definitely wasn't confusing that weekend, bro. <laughs> I swear, it's, it's been a ride. Through all the confusion. I think I came out a better person on the other side, though. I came out angry. Mm. Before we get to your anger. Okay then. Okay then. To the west, to the Lizzo. But it's your time now, baby. We're gonna handle our business. And we're gonna do this shit like G. We're gonna represent to the Disney, you heard me? That's when I spent my last $20,000 on a drop top Benz. Uh, cause I'm a trill nigga. To your heel figure. I ain't tried nine. Okay then. on the set of mouth a little bit. <laughs> Pull a kick dough is appropriate. Uh, my weekend was pretty relaxing. I ain't really do too much. Stayed in the house for the most part. How y'all feel about Captain D? It was straight. <laughs> it's a big event for Grenada. It is. <laughs> it's it a major is. event. Man, don't get me started on that shit. <laughs> Alright, man, what's up with this? What you was angry about? Like, what, what happened, man? Like, you ain't got to tell us exactly what happened. Still scrap. Yeah, I mean, we yeah, ain't gonna, you know, it's just that you know I'm the type of motherfucker. You feel me? Like I ain't 
I live by my creeds and laws, bro. I got creeds and laws I live by. Say no more. Right? Women don't tend to have creeds and laws that they live by. Mm. Like, they got some, but the motherfucker might get chained in window. Oh, yeah. It's like they, they chain the cord in most of the time, right? Right. So, yeah. But like, I come out on the other side. I'm still angry, though. I'm still upset like Drake. <laughs> I'm still upset. I ain't lying. Fuck that. And then, like I said, motherfucker try to play me, bro. Like you try to play me like I'm some old slow ass Rudy Pooh or some shit. Don't, oh. don't do me like that, bro. Hell yeah, but it's all good though, bro. You know, like I said, bro, we gonna make this mastermind shit take off. Bigger than ever. You feel me? Like before you know it, this motherfucker gonna be in everybody' household. That's what we're what, what is Via Radio, XM, um, YouTube, all this shit. Oh, yeah. Y'all so, stay tuned for um, Midday and Freeland's interview later on in the interview. Yeah, most definitely. That is that is one of the, that's Ooh, one of my C-rolls right there. It was a fiery. It was very interview. inspirational. Very, very. Most definitely. All right. Y'all ready to get to some shits? What's the shits? What's the shits? All right. We're going to start off with something light. We're going to do light work. Um... Kaepernick finally getting his likeness. He finally, finally filed a copyright his his image and likeness. How y'all feel about that? Proud of him. You deserve it. Yeah. Man, you know you how many t-shirts with his likeness on it with a little afro light-skinned dude kneeling? Yeah, and folk. They, with a fist up, they, they like capitalizing off this man's image. Like, yeah, I know it was one company that was... That was replicating the 49ers jersey with Kaepernick name on it. Mm. And they didn't get in trouble because they had Kaepernick name on it. It was more that they was the, 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 the 49ers. Yeah. And if they got control of that name and that symbol, that, that color and colorway. That whole look get up. Yeah. And you already, you got an NFL, quarter former NFL quarterback name on the back of it. Mm, 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 that what became a problem, but he definitely desired that little win. No, that was that was that was mighty. Yeah, that, that was mighty, that's a bro. Big step, bro. Like with, with him, everybody capitalizing off him, Nike making all this money, big stock, big stock. Big Chevrolet people, baby. Chevrolet, yeah, four Big stock, big stock. They getting big money off him. At least he got that now. Mm-hmm. So I dare y'all to make a t-shirt with his face on again. <laughs> you definitely gonna get sued in the name of donations. <laughs> oh God, you definitely gonna get sued. Oh God. <laughs> Hell yeah! Shout out to Cap though, man. Don't see the moves he trying to make. Like he doing some real big shit. He's supposed to be producing some show on Netflix. Can't remember the title okay. of that motherfucker. But no, shout out to Cap. Her. Man, shout out to Cap, bro. He getting all this motherfucking money, bro. I'm about to look into that. Yeah, Cap getting money, bro. Like, for real, for real. Netflix just getting that money out, though. But that's because they finna charge our ass a little more. Uh, <laughs> that price finna go up. <laughs> <laughs> Numbers is about to rise. Yeah, yeah. We didn't see that much back off Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Shit. That nigga, he broke the bank, goddamn. Dave Chappelle got 20 of them all in there. Something like that. See, you know he got 20 per. You know, they were specials. They were specials. It was two or three or I, mean, I want to say three or four, maybe. Uh, I want to say 
I know it's two for sure. Gave him 20 minutes on stage. You gave him 20 million. Man, huh, <laughs> real shit. I'm telling you, and then most of that shit wasn't even goddamn like, a lot of that shit wasn't even on, on the stage. Yeah, he did some little off shit, so that's that's dope. It's been going on since the beginning. Of you know, that was Monique Big Real World. Yeah. That Chappelle. Shit, Amy Schumer had got like 12. Too much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they lowballed D-Ray, though. Well, you know, D, D- Roy, he ain't, well, you know, it's all about your projected. Let, let's let's say like what she's claiming. D Ray sound like he perfectly fine with what they gave him, but she felt as though they, yeah, they, man, my nigga, <laughs> man, listen, bro, if you give my nigga two hundred thousand cash, bro, and he ain't got to take this bitch to no bank. He a hustler, man. Like yeah, D Ray got it out the mud. His whole career. I'm like, tell you, you and then them the ones I like, the ones that get it out the mud. Mm-hmm. Out the mud, mud. They you do see what this. I'm saying? This yeah. is what they love to do. Stand up. They they ain't yeah. even come here to do movies. They do movies because they get paid. They actually want to do stand up because they like it. Like yeah, but uh, Cap doing like some docu series though about oh, yeah, um, yeah. CTE and shit. And uh, that what he doing? Speaking of CTE, we are gonna get to Aaron Hernandez then. Yeah, that shit that was crazy. Ugh. CG's a hell of a drug. <laughs> I, I feel for him, bro. My heart go out to that man so bad, bro, because... He didn't have a chance. He didn't have a chance, bro. He was going to lose all the way around the board. And now his folk, bro, they just showing the greed of America, bro. Like, they real life trying to soak everything they can. That CTE shit, now the NFL going to have to hold up for it. They, they don't want to, but they got to. Because now, you know, he was acquitted of the other one. Mm-hmm. You know, so he was technically an innocent man when he was in jail. You know what I'm saying? So they going to have to break that bread off for the CTE situation. And, and it's here, like, the worst that they done seen. Like, Junior, yeah, Junior Seau was bad, but here was worse than Junior Seau. Which is bad. If, if it's worse than Junior Seau, I had it. Like. And that's facts. And um, you had doctors in Alabama and um, what did he get locked up at? Connecticut, I think. Yeah, uh, it was. Nate concurred the same shit. It was like saying like his brain damage was. It was just too severe, bro. It was too severe. Man, did you hear the stuff that um, Brandon Lewis said went on with him like in the locker rooms and stuff? No, I I ain't get to that. I seen what um. Teddy, I, I seen Teddy Bruschi take on it. But what I Teddy Bruschi say? Teddy Bruschi was like, when you seen Aaron, like, what they trying to make seem like a CTE problem was more of a cultural problem. Like, if you knew Aaron and where he, where he come from, the people that he hung around, he seen more of that as far as Aaron is, instead of, like, mental problems. He didn't see mental but problems. CTE is... With gee results, like <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? But again, he just trying to say Robert Kraft ass though. Yeah, they you know said that's he had some severe mood swings. Like he would be the most hyper, um, male, aggressive, violent person in the room in one minute, and, and then, then the yeah. next minute he'd be the softest guy in the room, talking about cuddling with his mama. Like, yeah, that's. On some Dexter shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Dexter had his shit. You see what you I'm saying? Know? Like, on some real shit. Like, now, Wes Welker warned Brandon Lloyd when he first joined the team. Like, um, be, you know, the, they kind of ignored him because Aaron Hernandez would get to talking about um, being bathed by his mama. 
Like, yeah, like being bathed, I guess, as a child or something, I hope. Yeah, his I mama bathing so. him. But the way the rest the rest of this story goes, you don't know where they talking about. He was like he was saying like he'll come in the locker room while you in the bathroom or something with his genitalia out. Sometimes butt naked or sometimes just pull out the pants, like. And then he said he talked about gay sex a lot, stuff like that. So, so and he he literally told Wiz Welker like he'll fuck him up because he couldn't read film or something like that. Like they were, he was having trouble reading film one time, and Wiz Welker laughed at him or something. And he said it was like the most serious like look though, like I'll fuck you up. See, that, that's that CTE. That's CTE, <laughs> that's CTE for one, you, bro. One minute, one minute he super gay, and next minute he's super like, violent. Like, for real, like. And you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be surprised if he acted on that, though. Like You know what the they, situation was like they, with they him and old boy. They said he had a um, sexual relationship with the dude he killed. Yeah, with the dude he killed. And that's his sister, brother. Yeah, I mean, that's his wife, brother. His fiance at the time. That was her brother. Like a brother-in-law. Like, or, or something to that extent, right? Yeah, it was family. It was close. You see what I'm saying? And and they had a gay situation a going on, and El Boy was threatening to expose the shit. Dude, this is why he had to get got. CTE explains everything. How sloppy the murder was. Like he did it on camera. It, his own camera is what got him in trouble. Cell phone signals too close together. His cell phone. He he broke his cell phone on purpose, in which they still got evidence off with some kind of way. I think. I think the cloud. That I'm yeah. glad I'm going to get everybody fucked up one day. Yes. Uh, if you were AT&T, your shit goes straight to the feds. Yeah. They ain't got to do number pre rewind. It's in, your, it's in your mutual agreement. Mm-hmm. That anything that go on with your phone, they keep records and give it to the police. So they, people need to read them all. Yeah. That agreement. With them. Apple just got the rights to, if you die and you got a phone, they can go through your whole They phone. can get your, they can get your, Fingerprint off your phone, off your iPhone, and relay it back to you. They just they just passed the law where they can get your shit out your phone. A girl from Texas come on missing. That's how they found them. Bro, what I'm saying is like we set ourselves up for this though. At the end of the day, this is what we did to ourselves. We we allowed ourselves be governed by Big Brother and be watched everywhere you go. Because we want everything to be so accessible. Yep. Face recognition. Yep. Fingerprint. Yep. The cloud. Yep. The which keep everything. You got all your information. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you got to think somebody like Aaron, he ain't thinking about no fucking cloud. No, nah, he just put, put a bullet in his Get what he thinking about. This nigga thinking about how the fuck I'm going to get this shit off me. Man, they said he was very disruptive in the locker room. Say, um... He talked back to Tom Brady. He spoiled too, though. It, no, it wasn't. It wasn't like it was like he was being. Really Tom say some real disrespectful shit. No, though. it was like he was being disruptive during during the walkthrough. And uh-huh. You know, Tom Brady being a perfectionist, he was like trying to focus in, and lock in, and Aaron Hernandez was over there being like super loud and like obnoxious almost. Yeah, I bet Aaron never. T- I bet he never told Aaron he had a problem with him though. Hell no. Yeah, exactly. But they also said that he looked up to Tom Brady and yeah. he expected him to come see him in prison but they never came. Mm-hmm. White people don't you do that. He said, he, you know, when he first got in some trouble he, uh, they promised him they'd come see him if he mm-hmm. ever went to jail. Like, he said, if I ever went to jail would y'all come see me? Mm-hmm. 
And you said them motherfuckers ain't came to see me yet. I ain't gonna come see you. Yeah. Reg, Reg Burrow, you can believe this. Did they come to your funeral? Really? If you go to jail, you might get three people to visit you on the road. Yeah. That's a max. Yeah. Three. You. Everybody else might come see you. One. You. Your little sister, your daddy, maybe somebody that you were born in real good. <laughs> I'm talking about real oh, good. No. <laughs> You feel me? But, <laughs> but other than that, though, fam, ain't nobody else coming to see you. And your daddy gonna be skeptical on when he comes see you. Yeah, because daddies ain't the same. Mama, like you know, what I'm saying, don't, you baby. know, you got an unfortunate situation. But now they waiting to do it. Moms, they they coming. You know why? Cause at the end of the day, they don't. They, they you, they baby. It's it, they coming. My mom coming to see me. my daddy. Probably come see me four times. Out of the 12 time my mama done came to see me, mm-hmm. my daddy might come for I told that motherfucker not take his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I told him if you go, they got to sit there. Nigga, I don't, I don't drive no it. damn three hours, no see no motherfucking body. Shit. Yeah, you got to sit there here, man. Motherfucker drive three hours, see me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You didn't go drive to see me? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you, you can better believe that shit definitely ain't going to happen. But that CT shit is a problem, though, bro. It's fucking the NFL money up. It's finna be flag football in a minute. Bro, like... The you National gonna, Flag gonna, Football you gonna League. Your, you gonna let your, your son play football? My son don't wanna play football. Yes, you I tried lick to it. play, they wouldn't let me. You lick it too, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you was gonna get it. You gonna be slick molested out there, <laughs> yeah, man. They were gonna hunt you when they tell They let me play in middle school. They wouldn't let me play in high school. <laughs> Yeah, I'm on my own class. I can't remember class last night, bro. But she tried to play football in high school, and like in the south, man, you got no go put the roadblock. I will say this in the hood, her playing with us and shit, like she was straight. We really like had to hit her ass, let her know, like goddamn, now you know we tried to be all, but she she look like Ladainian Thompson. I does. You done had to hit her for real. Are we talking about running back now? Yeah, she let's, running that bitch. Let's talk yeah. about running back, man. Right. Let's talk about this guy, Justin Crawford. Ooh. Justin Crawford creeping. <laughs> Justin creeping Crawford. Ex-Atlanta Falcon. S-C-C. 23-year-old ex-Atlanta Falcon. Got cut September 18th. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. <laughs> maybe, maybe he got CT. This nigga, uh, okay, he stayed with his wife. His wife and two kids. They had... Uh, I guess a sleepover and it was a twelve year old stayed there. His wife woke up. Yeah, his wife woke up at five in the morning and caught him standing over the twelve year old with his penis in his hand. And when she entered the room and turned the light on, he ran to the kitchen. Alright, he you know said it didn't nothing happen. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. And she was gonna wait till the morning to address it. So they took the twelve year old home. Once the twelve year old got home, she told her mama what happened, mm-hmm. which was nasty. Um, he had the twelve year old perform World Six on him when they had relations. Um, oh Lord! So, let me see. I didn't know he went to Northwest. He, he came no. to Mississippi and played in Northwest Mississippi. Look at that. College. Who's gonna get there? <laughs> Who's gonna get there? I went to Northwest. That ain't some shit you do. No, it ain't. That ain't no shit you that do. Ain't, that ain't, dog, come on. That ain't no shit you do, no, huh? You feel like, me? Somebody, somebody treated you with a 12-year-old First daughter off, at your house. If you, gonna, if you got a wife, right? And kids. What you getting out of bed with your wife for? 
You get man, she listen. right there. A twelve year old. I got my son twelve. Like you feel me? And I know how twelve year old hygiene is. Like okay, they they take baths and stuff, but like they, they don't hit. Clean, they clean. not grown. They don't. Fuck that shit, nigga. Like, it's just nasty. You in the league. This is a baby. Bro, you ain't got to do number show proof and lifestyle that you played in the NFL and every motherfucker in in that motherfucker going home with you. It it went about that for him. I think he just had a problem. See, that's death penalty, bro. That's under the jail. Man, bro, I don't. He gonna get bro, killed. Ain't somebody no trusted you with a they twelve year old daughter at your house. Man, that's this is how you were paid, though. Bro, this is the shit that I tell motherfuckers. Like yeah. when me and my girl talking, and I'm telling her about what I ain't gonna allow from now nah, because, bro, I, I, I don't her daddy, bro, I can man, my heart go out to that man, bro. Cause I got a daughter, bro. You feel me? I can I can't. Tell you, bro, with my mind. I got is. a son that's twelve years old. I'm just thinking about what if you, if I had a daughter that age, like just knowing my son, I, the knowing what a twelve year old mind is like. How that you know just everything? It's, it's a baby. Thing. They still a baby at twelve. Like you don't realize how a thirteen year old, twelve year old is still a baby. They babies, bro. You don't realize it till you got one. Man, them man, listen. You, you, Cause when we was 12, 13, bro, we thought we knew everything. We thought you were grown. You, you thought you were ready for the world. And didn't know shit. Like, you know, now that you this age and you see your son, you like, man, boy, I ain't no motherfucking thing, bro. You just like me when I was little and didn't know shit. And you got this perverted ass motherfucker. That take advantage of it. That, first off, they probably look at in a superhero manner. Like, bro, like. Like your daddy in the he, NFL, How did he pull that off? Like, this is something that had to be talked into before. I believe this this. This child probably been here previously, and it he probably watched them. No, it it was going on, but they never got caught. Yeah, cause the wife never woke up, but it became a routine. It became a routine. Yes. At twelve years old, like I had a story from a, a girl, you know what I'm saying that I used to have dealing with, and an older guy had sex with her when she was eleven. Mm, I didn't deal with. A girl like that before telling me stuff like that. And she was eleven, and she never had sex again until she was like fifteen, maybe. You know what I'm saying? But she actually thought it was okay. You know what I'm saying? She didn't, she didn't look at it as like this dude was in his twenties, bro. She eleven years old, bro. You eleven? You get me? Like you don't even know you in a fucked up situation. You know what I'm saying? That and that's that's that was it that was a situation that she didn't even know was affecting her though. And she's not gonna know it affected her until later on. Yeah, and we get to talking about shit, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm disgusted. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I tell like like I told her like, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got nothing to be ashamed of, you know what I'm saying? The motherfucker that did that shit though. That yeah. motherfucker need to be killed. He, he got some stuff he gonna have to um he gonna have to deal with that though. Like somebody gonna hurt him. Like she 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 said she don't know what he the, the guy I'm talking about, she was like she don't know what he at. But now you can best believe he probably still doing that shit. Mm-mm. It's some things in life, bro, you just don't do, man. You don't do that. You know what I'm saying? That is one of them. You don't do that, man. She innocent. She twelve years old, bro. She's twelve. 
And he's a grown-ass man trying to get fellatio from a 12-year-old girl who don't know nothing about this shit. Bro, trying to, like, story goes, yeah, they went out of the way. Bro. Like Man, I'm telling you, bro. Like, what we had in the world, bro, it's so fucked up. You know what I'm saying? These women, they putting kids in the oven. You got stabbing yeah. them, then putting them in the oven. You got who did this? Uh, shout. It was in Shaw, Mississippi. Shaw, Mississippi. Uh, somebody stabbed a. I think was it an infant? Her grandbaby. Mm, mm, no, you did your grandbaby. You like did this? your grandbaby like this. You get me? No, I thought it was the grandmother that found it. Nah, the grandmama the one that got charged. That's crazy. Yeah, and that's and what I'm saying. They just put it in the oven and just try to hide it. They put it in the oven and turn their shit on. Bro, that is fucking... I just don't... Mm-hmm. I remember when coming up, bro, that was shit white folk did. Putting babies in duffel bags and throwing them in the dumpster and stuff. Mm-hmm. That ain't stuff we, gotta we fix this. We gotta fix this whole energy right like, yeah, because this shit getting real. Because, mm-hmm. bro, like I said, man, that, that, that's just some shit. Uh, we got to do something. We play something. Yeah, I can do something. What y'all know about this? Uh-huh. What you know about this, crap? I don't know, man. Yeah, mama ain't played this on. She got a head of vinyl at the house. How did y'all grow up, bro? You hear the first the early days of rapping on us? <laughs> you know about it. Uh, uh, yeah, uh. Stop it. <laughs> you look like one of the niggas that would have been doing this shit back in the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Nah, this one went on, though. Cause think about it, like what R and B is now. It's like really just it's soft young, rap. It's young thug. <laughs> yeah, real talk. That's some real shit though. That's R and B. That's some real shit. Like in, Kevin in, Gates, Me yeah. Too. That's an R and B song. Um, let me see. In a nutshell, Tory Lane. Yeah. I rock with Tory though. But that's R and B. That's R and B now. That's all you get now. You go. You got him. What's the other guy? Baby Chris. Don't don't, don't play. No, Bryson, Bryson Tiller. What's the other guy the before both of them did did this style? Um, I can't think. Dillinger. Um, some Dillinger, but he dope too. But 
it's the same thing. It's all yeah. a variation of the same style. That, that swavy. That, that trap trap R and B with that yeah. And that's what you got at R and B now. That's what it is. You see what I'm saying? Like it ain't no more. I remember one you you remember like at the think about Sizzle, like what she do is R and B. It's a little bit above what they do. Right. A little more sultry. It's a little more. It's, it's almost trap R and B, but vivid women. More it's more like women ratchet. Mm. It's ratchet in in blues. Now, I do want to acknowledge a few people while we talking about this though. Like it's a, it is a good wave of R and B coming through. Yeah. Because you got on um, Daniel Caesar. Yeah. You got her. Yeah. You know Eric Bellinger. Yeah. 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 This is guy I was talking about earlier. Yeah. That, Bellinger. Yeah. yeah, but it is a good way of be coming through. But LMA brought it back to kind of like the essence of it. I guess it's working with mustard too. You know, he he got a little nostalgic producing style. He right. he always go back and redo old beats and you know what I'm saying. So yeah, working with him, I guess they get it that feeling that style. Um, with the two songs that she got though, they very, very R and B like, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't all the way expect that from most. I can expect it on one of maybe one song out of eight, but now to come back to back like that, because you if that ain't normal most production at all. That's that's some and and it was heat, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, we definitely need that that R and B wave because it getting to the point where rap is just. It's too much right now. The only thing we're hearing about in rap is this drug life that they never live. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's trap life that what, they never live. What's messing me up is everybody got a chick now. Nobody rap about their struggle no more. Like, yeah. And the then it, it, it's weird it. to hear somebody like Cole talk about that. Yeah. It's boring. Like, I just watched a video I mean, with some young nigga. real, like, you got to have a subtle mind to, to listen to J. Cole, though. I just watched a video with this little young dude. I'm talking about a teenager. Was driving a Lamborghini, like yeah, right. Welcome to the world we live in. Rumble. You feel that's what they doing now. You see what I'm saying? That's why we need the R and B because they they almost can't rap about being. You can't hear the Migos in my feelings. They can't put out in my feelings. Now that's going against their grain. You see what I'm saying? I think a next single is going to end up being that song "Dangerous" off the album. Dangerous is pretty dope. Then she got that whatchamacallit with Chris Brown. She might go ahead and do the, the feature thing. So she ain't got no features, you know. She ain't really got no songs she or features. She can be good, though, without features, though. Yeah. She's she real good. Real. I, I'm going to tell you, like, your best work come without features, though. But that, that whatchamacallit song would probably be what they put out a single. I don't like it. It's, it's probably the whole album dope. Like, not one song lacking, but they got to be, like, one of the lower songs to me. And it's got a Chris Brown feature on it. Shout out to LMA, because I'm telling you, like, that lane is so wide open now. Yeah, if you can do that. Yeah, like, maritime done pretty much expire. And then, you know, for the women, <laughs> it's like they all, they got, a, they got a quick expiration date. Like, um, Monica, when she came back, like, everybody was excited, but that was her comeback, and that was like her third album or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was like her fourth comeback. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> She, cause she went on on the scratch doing like a lot of um features. She was doing features, and then it was like she fell out that mold. Then she turned back around and 
come out with that that um love all over me, and it was mm-hmm. like, bro, listen, she's back, but mm-hmm. damn, where she go though? She she only did like two albums, right. goddamn. It was quick. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, why I don't know why women had an expiration date like that. And now she couldn't be on with Ti and Tiny's family. Like, like what are what woman R and B artists that you know that don't have an expiration date besides Because Victoria Lucky dipped off too quick. And there's somebody that could have stayed around and, and for a long time. You do you remember the album before? Um, you know she the first album that she had. Um, I think this is when her and Slim Thug was together. I can't think what I was on. Yeah. I know her and Ludacris had a track. Yeah. yeah. you love me. That bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now, but she. She, was, she go hard. And and all her songs were good. Yo, somebody that gonna always be around, dude, it ain't, it ain't Beyonce, but her little sister, Solange. Because she different, though. She, like, her R&B style, like, she don't drop nothing. She There's, like, two albums, right? And they were so far apart, but they, in their own way, they still dope. Like, she's like the Jay-Z of R&B. She can drop mm-hmm. what she want to. And she ain't never had to do shit. What was it? Yeah, because I said I'm putting all this work in there. Her little sister come in and make these dope songs. Right. I think that will overshadow her a little bit too with that Beyonce. Yeah, like you got to be a Solange fan though, but like this last album catapulted her past. Yeah. Being it. Yeah, like people on the outside saw. But you know, like, again, that's more. To her personality, though, yeah. I'm like, it's she different. Yeah, she, she, a little, she a little weird. She nah, you know, it, it, but she ain't flower so, child. She right? ain't so weird that she ain't. She, we don't connect with her. Yeah, she easy to connect with. You see what I'm saying? She still got that. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I fuck with that. Even though you know, wearing that purple heel with that yellow heel is pretty weird. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We still yeah. fuck with you because your personality still set hood. I don't know what it is. Like that shit. With her and Jay Z in the elevator, <laughs> like it, that, was, that, was, that was real little sister. Hold on, but on some real shit though. When you looked at it, did you say, "Man, I can't believe she did. like damn"? I believe. I believe that bit of this shit. Like I, I can, I can see this. Like this is what I see when I see Salon. Like trying to beat a nigga ass in the fucking elevator. Like this is her all the way. Little sister. Then Big Sis came back and had featured on the song. Yeah, most definitely. She you know. go down when it's a billion dollars on the elevator. She. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, of course, Jay Z had to be done fucked up, bro. Oh, yeah. You know, he was fucking Cause with Because she didn't Becky. move, bro. He was fucking with Becky with the good hair. She's still singing about this girl. Today. Yeah. Let, and at let every, Becky go. And at every I don't even think that was the problem. Every, she'll never be me. I don't think that was the problem. Let Becky go. I don't even really think Jay Z cheated on her. I think. I believe she don't, but I don't believe she cared as much as they made the bill. Um, as, as much as they I don't even think. They, I believe they were like, oh, we can capitalize on I this think shit. it was more he wasn't respecting her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I believe it stemmed from the beatdown. They had to explain the way to beat down the elevator shit. And they were like, well, we can capitalize off this cheap Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we just going to make it seem like Jay Z. You know, Jay Z, I'm sorry, bro. You're going to have to take the bullet. We know you didn't cheat. But we're going to say you did. But it made it more marketable, except to them yeah. few families that I had to fight on. Remember what we talked about on another episode? Yeah. We got to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to wrestle with some families about him, but, you know. They like weren't they, they they checking for Jay-Z no way. They too open about it. Like, but even at, when I went to her, on the, her first on-the-run tour in New Orleans when she was there, you had more people 
We hated when JV hit the stage, bro. Man. Like, we were not there for you, and man. And I would have been total opposite. I would have been. Man, like, but you know what? Like, her hands all up in there, That would have been. And at the at the Atlanta show, that would it was kind of like the opposite. It was like everybody was up. Yeah, it was like they were more in tune. You gotta remember though, Jay Z already done Atlanta's here. Didn't that done that from like his day down there fucking with Jermaine Dupri and so so Dev like shit. Atlanta loves Jay Z. I don't rock with Jermaine Dupri. Why you rock with Jermaine Dupri? Oh yeah. shit! Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, it's personal beef. Do we need to do, you know what I'm do, we need to do a story time with Alex? <laughs> <laughs> no, do a, do a story time with Sip, Sip Rutch. Goddamn, hey, listen, cause <laughs> and the whole team of rock stars. That'd be an entertaining episode. But you know what though? I'm gonna tell you something though. Like that's our dependence for the motherfucker. Like. We don't feel like we made it until we signed with him. We need that. You know on. what I'm saying? That validation. Even, but the way Jermaine Dupri worked with signing with him, you owe him. Yeah. And you don't just. But you know, that's all in your business, though. What What did you pay attention to? Yeah, your, your advance is like for you to handle your business. Man. Did you Did you pay attention to your paperwork? Because you didn't have to sign nothing. Yeah. Like, a lot of times people be like, Baby. this executive fucked you over. But a lot of times you fucked yourself. Yeah, by signing. By sign, I remember one time talking to Perry, and he was like, the worst thing he did was like fuck with one green, you know what I'm saying? Like how he was, as far as like <coughs> not understanding paperwork, because he knew paperwork. And then the other thing they do is they present you with they lawyers. You don't get your own lawyer. Yeah, bring they, your, they, yeah. you they bring they your lawyers. lawyers. You bring your lawyers. Yeah, you can have representation. You feel me? But now, it's, again, it's that. You know what I'm saying? That that adrenaline going, you feel like you finna make it. They they they, they give you this your head up, you, you wide eyed and naive. Like, Listen. They capitalize on you being all wide eyed and naive. Listen. I done seen people get signed in real life, like don't seem like they got signed. SRC Universal don't play. If they give you two hundred and fifty thousand, you better be investing that shit in your craft. Cause guess what they doing? They silently booking your ass at the studio. That you don't know nothing about. And they taking all the residuals. And they and they need all that back. Now you trying to get out your contract, but you in the hole. But thing is that the game done changed so bad. They don't even know what they signing you for because you got a whole studio right here. You got a studio right here. You got a studio right like all this right. We can record an album right, right now. here. And they they scared of it. Yeah. And and the ones that do it. They they press you in the sign up or something. You don't gotta sign with nobody, man. You can yeah. make your own way. Yeah. Like, I know a lot say shout out to Soldier Boy. He the first one to capitalize on Soldier Boy did not sign a he signed a distribution deal. And that's what you're supposed to do. It's basically what Rockefeller did. They signed yeah. a, a, a partnership with, for the distribution. With, with um so Jam. Rockefeller Riggers. Broke even with Dildren and Rick. Yeah. And Dildren had to break it down with who they were signing. And that wasn't even the best deal, but they gained the most amount of money because yeah. of. Of the money go, all, the, all the money, all the hands your money touched before it even get to you. And then, but even if you in a group, that split four yeah. or five different ways. That's TLC. See, as, uh, and, um, just think about. Um, TLC had the number one selling RB album TLC probably ever. And. <laughs> They went home broke. Jay Z and um Rockefeller, like like you was just saying, they did a fifty fifty. That wasn't even the best company deal in rap at the time. Master P had. Master P, 
85 feet in. Yeah, with Universal. And, and was it Universal Cure, or Warner Brothers? Um, Priority. Priority. They had Priority Rough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's who Q did his business with. He did, he had an 80-20. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to say 3-6 Mafia first deal. Well, they did pretty much an 80-20. But Master P had the best deal. But he didn't even garner the most amount of money Rockefeller Records did because of their marketing as far as their mm-hmm. brand. They... They took, took a, a lot of pressure off themselves by letting... Even though they weren't the first at nothing, though. Yeah. They let Dev Jam take the book of responsibility. You see what I'm saying? As far as the album, though. Yo, Dame, Dame always stayed on top of touring. And that's where you guess what you get when you're, you're not the artist. You're just an executive. Yeah. Thing, and they the artist. Yeah. I can keep an eye on all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what... That's what you need. Yeah. You need that. And that... Um, the the tour they went on yeah. what, what was that the, was that the Rockefeller tour? Hard Night Hard Night Light tour yeah. yeah that they went when Def Jam was trying to come in late on the run and try to bring jackets and they want motherfuckers to wear them on stage mm-hmm. and I, and Dame was like no nah, nigga we ain't doing none of that we shit we not signing y'all we ain't doing none of that we shit because Def y'all niggas ain't putting no money into this tour at all y'all thought this shit was gonna flop and this shit when no bullshit happened it gone the most amount of money in hip hop history. They only did venues. They only went to arenas. Arenas, nigga. And you got to think, you got you got Red Man, Method Man, DMX, DMX, Buster. well, the, the locks, goddamn, uh, shit. Who else was on that motherfucker? Man, it's, the name was endless. And then that wasn't even every show. Some show they had other motherfuckers. Fat Joe might be there. Somebody, goddamn, you see what I'm saying? Memphis Bleak might have a spot. You see what I'm saying? And, and it gone to so much money that Def Jam was like, how the fuck we missing out on this? And they tried to come in and get some. Too late. It was too late. Shout out to Rockefeller. Like I don't, I didn't listen to him as an artist, but I watched it being the move. Them guys was smart as a motherfucker. Just think about the moves they made. For like right after that came the the where the rock the Rockefeller shit was just. Oh, but the motor oil. They they were putting it in your face every show. Every show they had the jeans with Nigga the had motor oil though. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like they was doing shit that was that like I said, they weren't even the first. But they took that idea and put it in their shit and man. Man, them guys made plenty. When them folks broke up, man, big like big said, when they broke up, if a motherfucker was mad about the business, it was because they had bad habits. hmm And everybody that was Salty, pretty much had bad habits and was broke. Everybody left with a, a, a master, yeah, in some way, shape, or form. Big got the most master. Jay Z got the most important. The one, the one that he made sure he kept with reasonable doubt. Big got reasonable doubt. Right, 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 Hold right, right. Got reasonable. Doubt. No, 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 no. But now, I think he got like everything from like the blueprint. Every, everything from by the second album. On. But they ain't got like the hard knock joint. Okay. They ain't got like one, two, and three. Jay Z got like Blueprint, uh, Black Album. He got that motherfucker up. He them the motherfuckers he got. Well, no, I think they ain't got um. What like Life and Time something like that? I want to say that in Dynasty. The first couple albums Jay Z ain't got them, but then when the ones from the one he got all the back, them all his though. I think Biggs was saying some shit like, and I think Blueprint is the most important to his staple. No, I think reasonable doubt gonna always be the most important one because it's the first class everybody pointed. 
But it was it was highly slept on. It, it became a classic after the fact. Though. It became a classic. Like, but Blueprint was an instant classic. Like all Jay Z, and, and it still slid down behind Reasonable Doubt. Because I don't think like none of his other albums, folks looked at it as a classic. Um, what what was the, the the Dynasty? Like it was cool. That was a compilation album. One and two, they was great. They was alright. They was good. Three was ah. The Life and Time. The Life and Time show. Called Volume Three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But now from the Blueprint on back, like especially the bru- the Blueprint, like that that album, no, it stopped some shit. Yeah. So, I think that's the motherfucker that. That's when he proved the motherfucker that he was who he was. One, one of them albums, like his retirement album. That was the that was the garbage one. No, the black album. No, no. The black album wasn't garbage. Nah, I'm talking about Kingdom Come when he came back. Oh yeah, when he came back from retirement. Cause I don't think nobody knew he was gonna retire the black album like that. They they didn't know he, like they didn't believe. That's, that's what like well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had said it, but yeah. I don't think folks believed him. Yeah, was, like he made it a year. Year long announcement, like before he even dropped the album, he was saying this is it. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. was finna go own a business. They were pretty much was Leroy was giving him the uh, Del Jam, and he lost a lot of friends that were owning Del Jam because they thought he was gonna do stuff differently, which he tried to. It was some rules he had to change and stuff, but at the same time, him LL, yeah, him LL felt like he didn't put him up top priority. And he DMX, DMX felt like he didn't put him in top priority. Like uh-huh. Who else was there? Jada was there? And most of the folks, you know, they kind of mad at him, but they still fuck with him. They, I guess they understood, like, the business. And it wasn't stuff he could change overnight. He was trying to. Yeah. And it was looking bad. But it was actually the way it should have been, though. Because I don't think he did nothing wrong. Nah, he didn't. He didn't slight nobody as bad they want to make it sound. Because he he really, the ones that, that, that came out, they had work at Think of Jeezy. Yeah. Red Man had an album to come out. And Red Man probably one everybody was used to him with with Melf. And so for his solo shit, that just had to show you where it worked at the world. I think a lot of people just wanted to get put in position. Right. LL wasn't at a point in his career where he can be dictating his position. He had to be a team player. Yeah. Yeah. So Paradise is very nice. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Listen, <laughs> we missed that Hey Lover LL. Yeah. This is more than the Yeah, that was that was the that was that was the peak of L right there. That was that was his uh his last prime moment. Alright, look, we're gonna run through this one nigga. Yeah, I know him. Yep. Who? Kanye. Kanye. He, first of all, we, we got like a chapter book by him right now. <laughs> I just I I've been lost all respect for Kanye. He's just doing too much. Then you want to sit in the presidential office and have this conversation with Trump. Now you want to turn around and go to Africa. He got his shoes to Uganda though. He was gushing. And, and, and was, all this other. He was stuff. in the office gushing like he looked like a little kid. Did y'all see the video of what he had on his phone? Zero 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 zero, and then <laughs> they tried to say he had the Ray J video. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it was some Yahoo shit. Yeah, I saw that shit. Yeah. But it was Yahoo. Yeah, it was some Yahoo <laughs> shit. They, they, they I said that they, they so foolish for that. Hey, that was dope. Hey, that was dope. They put that just right on the phone, hey, just right too. Oh yeah. I was like, man, that looks so real. Yeah. I'm talking about, bro. That did the not look like. Hey. But now nah, six zero. You know, Kanye. <laughs> I think Kanye is is. is 
I think that nigga stupid. I think he, he trying to throw a message out, but he fucking up so no, bad. Um, <laughs> I just saw he a video. I saw a video of a guy that act just like mom. Um, he was on, what's uh, his name? SNL? Uh-uh. Okay. It was a guy, uh, what's the name of the show? Dr. Phil. It was a guy that said he had a million years in his life. His, his family. He was a 35-year-old white guy. Nah, nah. Okay. You talking, uh, talking about this down for Atlanta. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a Dr. Field episode. Though. It was a, a young black dude. They, his family, like, he didn't used to act like that. He was perfectly normal and stuff. But he sounded and act just like Kanye West. They were like, he had a million years in that. Like, I wish I could show y'all this. Kanye, you... Th- and so, it, like, now I see that it's Kanye really sick. Like, nah, I think Kanye is... He's sick. He, he's so in deep. You know how, like, when you lie... Like, this, you this can't dude, round back and tell the truth. You just this, gotta keep lying. This black dude that was on... Uh, on that show, he was like, "I'm the greatest fashion designer ever." I saw that episode. Yeah, like a young, little and he young black lying dude. about how much money he was getting. Yeah, he was like, and then he said, uh, "He said Doctor Field went uh, went stable. Once he went in shape. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He like like you not mental stable because you ain't in shape." He said. I'm in shape. Yeah, he was. Dude's sister was going. I live home. He was like, he got the conditions to tell talk like Doctor Field, but uh. You know what I'm saying? He just didn't finish college or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. did see that hey, shit. He started saying all the big words yeah. and know what they mean. Nah, the like, sentences didn't even make sense anymore. It sounded just like Kanye though. It sounded exactly like Kanye with. So we saying Kanye got a mental illness now? Like it's a fact. But now do you he, think he said it first? Do you think the black community would soften up to Kanye if they said that he had a mental illness? No, because someone needs grab. He need to take his meds. The, the only person that can grab him ain't gonna grab him. Oh, Kim? Nah, Jay Z. Nah, Jay Z done with him. That's that's the done thing we're gonna talk about. Yeah. Jay Z and Beyonce has declared they no longer friends with him and Kim. Did you see the status with uh Ti? The yeah. way Ti went in on him. Ti talk. Bad. Talk. Nasty. Bad. And you know what? It's kind of like. What else could you... You got to expect you gotta, that, though. You got to cut ties with a nigga. T.I. was like... He, he said he'll never do this again after he did with Wayne at the time. He was like... But he done tried privately talking to him. He tired of it. He's sick of the cooning and... Nah, the part working. where he said Kanye asked him to come with him to speak to Trump. <laughs> T.I. said, I rightfully declined. Yeah, exactly. Respectfully, rightfully declined. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. The significance of that conversation. Well, what was the whole? What was the purpose behind him going to the wild? It wasn't there. It, he was just like, he was like supposed to be able to just having a, a brainstorming session, like a, a work lunch. And it turned into media friends. It did. Like um, they invited the media in, like yeah. I never seen that happen before in the Oval Office. Right. And he was in there saying motherfucker and nigga and. <laughs> Like free Larry Hoover, which a lot of people agree with, but not for the same reason. Mm, yeah. yeah, and not only that, but this way it got weird for me, right? You saying this, you know what I'm saying? Now, why is you saying it now? What, what is yeah, like what happened ten years ago? You know what I'm saying? Or even not even that. What happened with the Solomon interview? Right, you had like he it gave was you more a whole fitting day. for yes. He gave you a whole day. He to gave talk you a whole twenty, and you never once time, not one time, mental mentioned. You know what I'm saying? The chairman, you feel me? You never one time said anything about Larry Hoover 
on the platform where that would resonate. It would resonate more with Charlemagne than you doing it on Fox News. You know what I'm saying? With the president. He was doing a lot of random about that. It was like rambling. Like he'll jump from one subject to the other. And then Jim Brown, old ass up there, man. And what he on? Like they, they like I'm just getting like he's, a, he's supposed to be our OG. Yeah, but it's like he sleek support Trump. Mm-hmm. He, he, and he's getting the back burner because of Kanye antics. Yeah, and Kanye wouldn't even give him a chance to really talk, but it looked like he was riding with a lot of shit Kanye was saying. Like, he needs to go sit down somewhere. He's like, okay. I, I once heard an old man say the older people are for counsel, the young men are for the warrior class. He was like, we need to do more counseling. Like, why is you up there talking to Trump when he could be coming talking to us? Well, why are you not up there speaking on our behalf? Like, why is you having lunch meetings with him and letting Kanye sit up in there talking about, we need to make him the freshest of flies. He need to have the freshest plane, the flies. Right. What? And then he said the flies factories in the middle of all that. Like, that's how you know a nigga throw it off. Why you, our president should, he... His, his reflection is we gotta give him the flyers clothes the freshest the freshest factories <laughs> the freshest plane like Trump the freshest factory how did you fit in the middle of him having the clothes in the plane like this just somebody's mind just yeah. throwing words like triggering words just for the sake of argument um, he might look at it as Trump being a businessman so Trump just sat there Trump and smiled and nodded yeah like he tried to, he tried to keep his businesses and be the president. 45 motherfucker. Did bro. you not know there was a conflict of interest, my nigga? Like, you can't make laws about the financial decisions of the, the country and still run business. Because you're going to do what's in your favor, right? Most definitely. And he tried to do that. Don't. Well, he's not going to do it now. Somebody else, like, one of his kids in the business. I think name. George Bush let him know, like, no, you can't do that while you went off. You got to wait. <laughs> but millennial might leave him. Put it in. She don't want to be with him no put it, way. Put it in Donald Jr.'s <laughs> name. Like put it in Donald Jr.'s name. Donald Jr. might run out. Put it in Ivanka's name. Yeah, yeah, but nah. That's that's Trump though. Like Trump, he want it. He he accept it. Like I don't think Kanye ever wanted to see Obama. Mm mm. They from Chicago, like. Just on the so, even if you disagree with him, that would have been more fitting for you to go see him because y'all got that connection. But you and know, then, Obama liked Beyonce <laughs> and Jay Z. He was their president, yeah. and Trump is Kanye president. Yeah. But uh, you know, he called him an asshole. You know, when he snatched the mic from the girl, right? You know, just footed the um the audio. Obama said, "Really, he did that." Oh, he's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't like that. Kanye still feels some kind of way about because he said that when he first started wearing the MAGA hat. Oh, yeah. Then let's talk about him talking about the MAGA hat now. Yeah. It was like, and this gave me male energy. I feel like Superman when I put this cap on. Like, I could play catch. You don't what? catch these hands, you keep running your mouth. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I don't even... I want to know. I want to know, like... <laughs> I want to know, like, when he, when he wear that hat, like... What we going to do in mine? That, that's just... You said it give him male energy. Bro, that's listen. Energy be- I didn't have a daddy growing up, so it give me male energy like I could play catch. Like, what the and, fuck? And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
If you seen like footage like of black niggas seeing motherfucker with that hat on and like the rage that you see from black folk when you, they got that hat in front of them, bro. Like it's a trigger. It's it's almost become a hate symbol. Yeah, it's like the the um, swastika it's and all, all it's, it's like a level below swastika right now. Right. And and when you look at that, you you say to yourself, um, That's a racist yeah, this is racist motherfucking shit right here. Like Bro, like, my first time seeing it was in Walmart. What the hell? And, like, I real life had to bust out laughing. To, yeah, just to, to smooth shit out because you was finna get mad. Yeah. Fuck some shit and, up at Walmart. Like, yeah. you, you had to stop yourself, like, I can't believe I got mad about yeah, this Nah, my mom, I was pissed off. I ain't gonna lie, but it was my mama that was like, you know, he only doing it to make folk mad. And you wanna, the reaction he wanted. He wanted to let you know. He, I remember this, that it was this little young black dude. I ain't gonna say his name where he from because everybody know who I'm talking about. Was stumping, was stumping for Trump. Like he was a Trump fan. Like and the crowd the night of the man election when he got elected, bro, he made a live video. <laughs> I just want to say Donald J. Trump is our next American president, and I'm so happy. But you know, I ain't gonna say no I can't names. believe it. Say no names either, but a couple of teachers. And he wore a cap. <laughs> he wore a cap in Walmart. No. Okay, now go ahead. It's a couple of teachers up out here. They, use, they be using a teacher platform to justify, mm-hmm. you know, to solidify why they, they feel should share political yeah, views. Yeah, you know. I had a college professor, I, like me and dude, click tight. He was a financial professor. And I'm talking about, I loved his teaching. And then. At a certain point, stuff just twisted. Like, he started getting real conservative. Like, he started letting his true feelings out about a lot of stuff. And I saw that. And that was back when I was in college. That was way before Trump. That was I'm Obama. Like I teachers that taught y'all, bro. Yeah. <laughs> they they yeah. use their platform for political. And then they go to posting on Facebook, you know, well, um, if we... If you talking about old girl? Yeah. 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 She, she went to posting on Facebook, and she made a comment... And I responded to that comment, and of course, Nilja had to <laughs> intervene. Me and me and this teacher, you talking about? I had a few spats, and I always end but up. But she she does. She she uses she uses her um she uses her teaching platform. Like, and I'm trying to figure out why all these black students be loving her. Like, I just love Miss So and So. And be on her status and pop and shit. because y'all only watch Medea movies in her classroom mm-hmm. when she ain't feel like teaching y'all back in the gap. But you know, that was my elementary school days. Let me be quiet. Or she lured you into this. She was she will fared your ears into listening to her. Right. Because she she know your triggers. Yeah. She knew she know that the black students are emotional and she catch them on that emotional level. And used it like, and they just love Miss So and So. And she was just so proud when uh, President Obama was, you know, completely out of the office. Man. And I'm just like, but man, we. I'm on my ball man telling me, bro. Jack looked me in the face and he said, I said, man, who you voting for? He said, man, I vote for anybody but Hillary. And didn't know why. Nah, I got a reason why I ain't want to vote for it, but I voted for it. We was we was all in a fucked up position. <laughs> like it was either her or him. So. so let me ask you a question: Was 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 voting important at that time? Did I feel like think? it was, yeah, it was. but I feel like it wasn't. Either. I feel like it was important that she lost to her. We needed this. She sleep one though. 
Well, I'm saying I feel like it was important for Donald Trump to become president. She lost in the grand scheme, but at the end of the day, she's not the president. He's president. I think with him being there, electoral vote. Yeah. With him being there, win the zones. You got to win the biggest zones. Like you know, like they got to show you how meaningless the popular vote is, though. It, it, it got a significance in its own way, but you gotta win. How? Them, she won. You gotta win on spots. You gotta like <laughs> overall. You gotta win. If that's the case, we shouldn't even have a popular vote. <laughs> like, they they only count the popular vote. Say it's this everybody voted at once. It all in in total, all these people voted, and this many people voted for. Well, it to all. make y'all feel like y'all a part of something, we gonna no, let y'all vote. It ain't that. But it it's, don't mean it's shit. just like counting the full thing. Just like okay, it's a whole. That is you got eight people over here. You got eight people over here, but you got sixteen and all. And out of them sixteen people, this many people voted this way, and this many people voted that way. But these people took up the bigger half of the cake. They voted for the most important parts of the cake. Sound like white folk. It, it's, like racism. It, it's stupid, but it makes I, I understand it, but I can't make you understand. It. Like, yeah, cause it, it, cause it never makes sense. Yeah, it's some um Jefferson shit though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, this nigga yeah. started like yeah. blame him. Yeah, see, we gotta blame somebody white because we know that, niggas that's who, like that's did who started it. it. That, that's who started the electoral college. Because like they're gonna twenty dollar beer. Because like if um if it was due to the people like Hamilton, who whoever on twenty dollar beer, that's the nigga that started this shit. We blame you. Jefferson on with the five and uh, no, no, I mean the ten. <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, Hamilton on I the team. Know ben is on the uh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Abraham Lincoln on the fire. We need to go over money. So. Hell yeah, because I'm, I'm full of. Listen, yeah, bro. And the quarter. Listen, I know some people that couldn't. It's some white people in the world that couldn't tell you who on a one dollar bill. It's some people that don't know they Ben don't, Franklin they don't won the president. But I real talk, Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin's on a hundred dollar bill. He won the president. Wasn't the president, and he on the biggest. Bill ever. The biggest denomination. Of what money. the biggest public bill? Who on the fifty? They have some other bills, but they don't. They not public. This is his grant. Yeah. yeah. Who on the what? On the fifty grant. And he on something else though. Jackson on twenty. Somebody on that bill twice. I want to say Grant. Oh, he on the two dollar bill. You know George Washington on the dollar and. Somebody on that motherfucker twice. Somebody on two. Who was on two dollar bill? It's either Hamilton or Grant. One of the two. Google a motherfucker. <laughs> one of the two. Somebody on two bills. Somebody on two bills. I don't know. You got me right there. On God. Yep. So Jackson on the 20, Grant 50. I don't remember who the dude is on, on both of them, but now goddamn. Somebody on both of them motherfuckers. I want to say it's the $2 bill and the $50 bill. I really thought they were going to put Harry Tubman on the 20 Man, no folks weren't going to do that Man, shit. I was, I was so ready to slap Man. on the side of the strip of ass. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the I already put it on the strip of ass. I'm going to stick it straight to a strip. Get the fuck out of here. With her face showing. You think them folks finna do that shit? Man, come on, bro. Come on, man. On the currency? The closest thing we're going to get is that darn package away a $1 coin, and that's it. And they were going to get it. You know, Abraham Lincoln was, was black. Yeah. They don't, that's why they didn't he, fuck he, with him he like was, that. He was Cherokee, black, and Thomas white. Thomas Jefferson on the $2 bill. Okay, so what Thomas Jefferson on? He on the $2 bill and what else? He just had that's a $2 it. bill. That's all he on. Who on the 20? Jackson. Yeah, Andrew. Who on the 10? Uh, Grant. Grant. Hamilton. 50. 
Hamilton. Hamilton on the Hamilton. team. Hamilton. I think Hamilton on the team. <laughs> I feel so stupid. Man, right? no, you don't. It no. is Hamilton. I told you. It's Hamilton. I told yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, we, we finna go through one all these. One nigga said, nah, I feel stupid. <laughs> I Fuck know. that. <laughs> Fuck that. We get that shit and take that shit to Cam D. Don't care nothing about who's face on it. Man, it ain't. Wait, how many was uh, Andrew Jackson on? 20. Just the 20? And who was on the field? Grant. Wasn't well, nobody on the field twice. Mm-mm. You probably thinking like they was on the corner on the field. Yeah, George That's Washington. That's plenty of them. Yeah. That's George Washington. That's all of them. That's Lincoln all the Mount Rushmore. Lincoln Washington Jefferson. Bro, do you even know who on Rock Mount Rushmore? Um, George Washington. <laughs> the game changes. <laughs> the, the coins. The coins, basically. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> it's a stupid on the coin. It's the coins, bro. This shit, bro. The Mount Rushmore, bro. Them coins, bro. You can't bro. even think about this right now. Like, you going to make me fight you, bro. Like, black folk don't give a fuck about this shit. I'm still looking at it. Bro, it ain't, ain't not it, one black person. Ain't there four niggas on Mount Richmond? I thought it was fast. There's not one black person. It's one in the middle and two on the side, I think. It's, it's four. four of them niggas. It's four. Well, it's, I ain't never been there. Me neither. <laughs> See, there ain't no niggas on it. So where is it? Where Mount Richmore? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> niggas don't know that. That's beyond. Bro, niggas, listen. Yosemite Park. Bro, listen, bro. Where that motherfucker is? Niggas don't know who that bitch is. Yosemite. Goddamn shit. Motherfucker, that sound like a whole other country. We sound so stupid. But oh, oh God. Bro, we don't know. The- Got it. It's Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, and Theodore Roosevelt. I okay, I okay, one real world on me. I would. It was all. It sounded like changes. the coin. It was all the game changes. The coins. Right, <laughs> the coins. What, what is Roosevelt on the coins? Nah, I don't nah, think he's not on nothing. Uh, but now that's the only president to do more than eight years. Though. Hey, President, hey, Theodore Roosevelt was a real. No, nah, no, nah, Franklin Roosevelt was the one that did more hey, than eight years. Theodore Roosevelt was like fighting wars, going yeah, hunting. hell went, yeah, went he went bear hunting and shit like hell like, yeah. This nigga was and a. Named the he, after him. You know he was a rough rider. Yeah, they they named him everybody because he had got a little chubby doing prisons. <laughs> But it was one president. How long get the munchies though? He was part of the Rough Riders though. Ryan Ruff. Yeah. Going out there doing that real shit. And then the Kennedy. I don't think I don't think person. nobody ever really had no bad <laughs> no bad like um info on, on Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah, like, he, he was a racist motherfucker. Like <laughs> you know, that's all of them, but like he was the time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, like see all the motherfuckers Jackson right. Jackson had slaves, everybody had slaves. Yeah, it was, like, only, it was a couple presidents during that time they had slaves though. I rock with Abraham. Well, what was the cat name that uh Damn, boy, we don't know nothing about white folk history. That's some fucked up shit. <laughs> How many points Michael Jordan had in the game? 63. Goddamn, what year did Obama get voted into the office? 2008. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, we finna get the. Hold on, we, can, we finna get our numbers up. Hold on, we finna get our shoot percentage up. Who, who, who got free all the slaves into freedom and all that good stuff? Harriet Tubman. Yeah, like shit. Uh-huh. I was gonna say somewhere. Shit, listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen, goddamn. Um, Cassius Clay 
What is his? I'm what is his? Muhammad Ali. You see what I'm saying? Like we know all these. When now, who was the president that did two terms and they was none consecutive? Oh, uh, would no. I want to say Garfield. I think it was. Wasn't he the fat one? I don't remember which one it was. Yes, it was President Garfield because they had to get him like a special pasta. made to because he would that beat. He like pasta. Listen, bro. <laughs> but we don't know that shit. We don't give a fuck. How many how many niggas do you know know the whole um Star Spangled Bell? Me. I'm talking about the whole one. Like, you know, it like the third we, verse. Yeah. I'm talking about the third all, verse. See? See? Yep. They saying some That's real they, shit. They cut that bitch out talking about no heroin or slave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they knew that. Playing that shit at football game. Uh, Y'all know Do you know who wrote that motherfucker? Some, some Francis Sky Key. Key. Yeah. He had an epiphany on a on a rocket boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fireworks. The fireworks weren't even fireworks, bro. It was it was gunshots. The bombs bursting. <laughs> yeah. Bombs they show you how disconnected we are with this country, though. The bombs bursting in game I'm a T-ball on y'all ass in a minute now. Oh, I think I'm finna T-ball. I'm finna T-ball. Get y'all motherfucking ass yeah, back, man. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck wrong with these folks? I pledge allegiance. To the flag. Mm-mm. Of the United States. To the black flag. Mm. Bro, I'm in my a, pocket. Man, I'm gonna <laughs> send me go to go to the office, bro, because he wouldn't goddamn. Bro, um, my basketball coach, Coach Howard, made me go into the hall because I want to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. Probably why I never started. That explains a lot. For what? Because he was coning and I wouldn't. No. See? Hey, um, you have to say the Pledge of Allegiance. Why do you not? Like, why? Nigga, I ain't said the Pledge of Allegiance in. Never the mystery like, school. Nah, I'm talking about my daddy told me I ain't had to say it. My daddy told me a long time ago, like I was told you don't at an early age that I ain't have to say the number God, nigga. That's it. I said, say no more, pop. And couldn't no teacher, no principal, nothing tell me nothing. Then my daddy told me wrong at that time. <laughs> yeah. Like you not feeling, you not feeling, I gotta go home and deal with him. I can go to another school any day. <laughs> right. Nah, I'm good. I take them odds. I'm not. He he not he wasn't against me saying it, but he was like, he ain't got you. Yeah, he got you that option. Yeah, my dad did the same with church. <laughs> yep. He was like, you know what I'm saying? Now, you can go. But now, like my dad was like, shit. My dad don't want no traditional spiritual church. I respect the praying church and all that, but like, I don't people. Only time I was forced to go to church and I visit family and stuff like that. Like my dad didn't make me go to church. Yeah. I been church for two years. Now he made sure. I Learned and understood stuff, which is different. But mm-hmm. I didn't have to go to church, and you still don't go to church. God know you're hard. You lying. It ain't that. Like, you just can't drag me shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I go if I feel like. I ain't been since I've been down here. Well, I'm, because like, I go sometimes. It's I been just a while feel like now. church is the hill. Some of the churches here, they, they just they just want, that's everywhere. I think they just want that check. It's the same thing everywhere. I name a genuine church. You, 
want you to miss you didn't you didn't drift it off from your topic. Now I'm confused and now I gotta go figure out what you was really supposed well, to do. Well at some topic, point every church is about profit though because they gotta stay running first of all and then you gotta pay the preacher. The preacher gotta pay itself. Then everybody's gotta pay the preacher <laughs> again. <laughs> you know, he gets like, paid three times. You can you can you can I feel like you can do that though. You you can do that, but now wrong with it. It's it's when you go overboard with Be this. honest. And then one scripture doing tithing off will a man rob God. Bro, I know <laughs> folks that quit their job like where they was making plenty, plenty of money to just preach full time. So that let me know that That cause they went to a church they knew to take care of them though. It was more that they, they had figured it out. See church the thing about church is No, the church gotta pay me. The preacher get paid. For sure. Like they they get a salary. Preachers get a salary. Then it's about what what kind of what what kind of business can you for day go through it. Yeah. That's why a lot of these churches got like daycares and stuff like that. So. And this like, and this like prosperity like prosperity preaching and all that. like this a such thing. Wrong with you know which I ain't tripping but now I don't. Because it's all about what you can you do for the community. Don't like. don't get up there and then you wanna you wanna goddamn. Get get pissed off because you ain't you ain't got the new Jaguar. Yeah, I done seen it. Real real mode that got it. Why can't I have? It? Yeah, <laughs> and it turned into a problem, bro. Like people, that money, bro. That money, it's a motherfucker. Like I ain't never understood why a motherfucker got down, be so hard up on that money like that. With especially when it's about the church. Like I done seen churches come to the ground. Because people were more worried about the money getting in their pocket compared to the money that was supposed to have been going into the church. Now think about that. How many how many times and then these ain't just regular churches, bro. These like historical churches. Local historical churches. Oh, no, we're talking local historical yeah, churches. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like now 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 I'm finna spark your attention a little bit. Yeah. Come on with and it. the money, and the money, the money became a problem. You know what I'm saying? Because what you always do. You see what I'm saying? Like when the money become a problem, you see what I'm saying? You gotta think now. You got a congregation of people that's coming in this motherfucker giving you money, bro. Like if if all of us on this podcast was giving you money, and you started coming back telling me about some shit that we pretty much sure that you, it should be covered. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, I thought they were paid for. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Like what is they going to? You see what I'm saying? Now you, but the thing about it with church is when this shit you hit the fan instead of just being three and four motherfuckers, it's always oh, for motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's a lot of dirty hands. Yeah, yeah, you got a lot going on. So now Reggie got them got to explain one by one. Why y'all always gotta ask questions like why a preacher got a new car? Yeah. Why a preacher got that new yeah. Cadillac, new yeah. shoe? Don't you ask? Yeah. No questions. No, I'm gonna ask questions. Put the money in the basket. Motherfucker, <laughs> get my money back. Motherfucker. Don't ask. Matter no fact, questions. Next time I'm gonna replace my dollar with that dub that's in that motherfucker. Nah. <laughs> Nigga that but damn oh, no 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 don't don't you dare. Don't you dare send that by me. Don't you no uh mm I love him. But I beat him dead before I let him kill me. 
Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Man, these motherfuckers ain't shit. You know these motherfuckers ain't shit. So let's talk about um, the awful Jason Van Dyke. Man. We just talked about that. Yeah, year. we just talked about him last This year. man ain't for to receive some jail time for committing murder, right? Yep, yep. Well, somebody started to go fund me for him to intermediate. It earned $51,000. Already. As of, he just got hit last week, right? So... This week, between then and now, it made $51,000. Right, proud. Boy, that I wish like, every nigga I knew went to jail, started GoFundMe. No, that bitch gonna have $51. 51 cents. <laughs> if that. Some nigga shit gonna still say zero. Listen, bro, white people, bro, when they, when white people on your side, bro, when white people they have say, white people on their side. When they band together. It's like a mighty fist. Ooh, it's like Iron Man. It's like a hand. They individual. You see when they band together, they make a mighty fist. So, so like, what was what was the reason for the GoFundMe? Like to support his wife and his daughter. Why he in prison? Why he take the trip? Fifty one grand. Man, I'm talking about bro. That damn no. They gonna at least pay the mortgage. Nigga, I know so many innocent niggas went to jail. Your family ain't getting fifty one grand. Listen, bro. First off, then it's just a weak time. It ain't. That sound like two hefty donations of fifty thousand and a thousand. You no, know, they made a big deal out of it, so I'm kind of wondering did somebody stop it? Cause you know, usually when it it come up some controversy, um, go fund me or stop it and investigate. Okay. But so ooh. I'm not sure if that happened yet, but I don't think it has. Do they reach out to the people that donated? Yeah, they. I think they try to get everybody money back. But what if they don't want it back? Go for them keeps it, I guess. Damn, that's cold blooded. But now, but for fifty one thousand, mmm, that fast. You can pretty much guarantee by the end of the year. <laughs> I would have cashed. I would have been cashing out early. But you would have to still pay. If it come up that there's some, they don't support you. I think you're supposed to pay it back legally, like mm. because um, it, you know it was a case with the homeless guy, and um, uh, the the married couple that they helped him right. They started to go fucking for the homeless guy, and they gave him. I think it, it had got like almost a million dollars. They gave him a few thousand dollars. Like, cause they didn't want to support a drug habit or whatever happens he had going on. And they kept the risk. They started spending it. And they ended up spending all the money except, like, $3,000, $4,000. And he only had a morsel of the money ever. So now he sued them and he won. So now they got to figure out how to pay him all that money back. Damn it, boy. That's like, fucked up. Because the law is like, it don't matter what it have, it is or what it's for. You start a foundation, a donation, and upon his name, in his name, he's supposed to receive all the money. Right. No matter what he had going on. You trying to you trying to monitor his money, okay, that's great. But, but you need to still have that money. Yeah. Legally, this is is his money. Right. You have no right to spend it. So okay, let me get this right, right. So with the fifty one thousand, if she was to cash in on it at any point, and they find out that it was lawfully wrongful, mm-hmm. she must pay whatever she done took yeah. out. She gotta pay that back. 
going by those rules, yeah. Okay, so but now in the investigation, if they find out everything is legit, she good. The money freed up. Okay. Uh, I'm saying like as far as like the money that she already done took out like it, it, it ain't even that I'm against it like I'm just wondering like when did we start bankrolling murderous families though um ever since the beginning of time like they do that that's what they do like, like especially that's, like that's, the, that's well in their parameters to do that if they want to do like yeah give them folks money donate stuff to them because you know they family them are going down right and, but when did we start doing this though like Let's make this a standard then. And and then like hold on, even with that, it's like it's a more secretive way to do it. Yeah. Get her to open up an account. Transferring the money. If you got the money like that, they gonna go cause anything over ten thousand dollars they finna Don't no network like they old gun fund me though. <laughs> that you can put that on every platform. It ain't no bank account. It's just a go fund me. They can't hack that. All they can do is put into it. Right. Like I said, like if we gonna do this, let's make this a standard then. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I know some homeboy has some good families. They just want to be dope boys. And, yeah, yeah. And, and they fucked up. They they baby mom and child at home had to fend for themselves. Now. Yeah, because they wanted to do extra. And so let's donate to his family then. Let's feed his son. And I, I think um at, at a low level, it's okay. They they cool with it, but it's when it gets to the point where they can actually start paying for. Land and and shit like that. When they when they can start doing it, like that's when. Then that's that's when um, that's definitely. Oh shit! I'm fucking. I'm telling you one thing. You can't. Ooh, fifty one thousand. Yeah, that's too easy. Like you can you can pay off your house now. Now you actually have something that you you don't have you to really work. Something. Yeah, you can own something. That's when it become a problem. Because that ain't what the system made for. She probably go on a new Jeep. What the, what the, what's the Jeep with the doors come off of them? Yeah, the, uh, is that the Wrangler? No, what is yeah, the... Yeah, Wrangler. Yeah. Wrangler. That that's, ugly motherfucker. That's what they gonna be spending. Man, fuck she no. She gonna spend all that money on a Wrangler. Man, fuck no. I know motherfuckers, bro, that, that real life, like, live life, um, like, through that donation shit. Yeah. Like this is how they live. Like they basically paying them for a living, but they doing it on a big level. They doing it legally, and they got paperwork showing that they actually send some of the money off. That's the key. Well, that's basically how nonprofits work a lot of time. A yeah. lot of people, a lot of people get rich off starting nonprofits. Yeah, and you wonder how the fuck this motherfucker got a billions because they they get grant money. Yeah, and only keep getting grant money is you show them what you're doing to grant money. So, they say they're going to build this big ass, let's say, a complex, just for example. Yeah. And they get the complex built, but they get it for the cheaper price. Like, they got somebody to be it low, so they get to keep the other half of the money. Right. And who knows where that money goes at that point? It don't really matter. Say, a complex supposed to cost $5 million, they get it built for three. Yeah. So, where the other two go? Yeah. Then, when you get it appraised, it's, it's at this- five. Point eight. All they had to do was just show that they did something with their money. Like, yeah. You see this big ass complex I got built that money? This motherfucker worth five point eight million dollars. But you gotta build for two. You gotta be, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like for real. And and a lot of people I'm I remember one time it was this one charity. Um I ain't gonna say no name, but yeah, it comes in foundation. It, you know what I'm saying? It it come it come out that you know what I'm saying, the people that was running the shit was 
Debo and all the fucking money. You basically robbed it. I'm talking about clean to the point where it pretty much wasn't even like kids used to get huffy bikes and shit. Like back then, huffy was the shit. Like you paying eighty hundred dollars for one of them yeah. motherfuckers. They were getting them for the love. All the kids that was in the program got one. They were getting them from China though. <laughs> Man, them folk, <laughs> they was doing some extra shit. Yeah. Like, flipping the money. Like, all the way extra shit. And, um, like I said, motherfuckers been doing that shit from the beginning of time, bro. Yeah. Like, my dude down there in Jackson, bro, that's how he live. He said, I didn't ring that damn bell. Ding, 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 ding. One day that motherfucker might say, just St. Jude. Well, you gotta think about it. If he make $80 a day, he basically got a $10 hour job. Okay, but now. He ain't gonna be here, But I'm saying, yeah. he gonna have them this days nigga where he... look like Dr. Kevorkian, bro. Yeah. Like, he might go to the crib, bro, in real life, count, like, some racks. Like, in Jackson, bro, like, it's all a million you motherfuckers. About, yeah, you gotta think about how many people pass by you yeah. in a certain area. Like, yeah. just yeah. go to the local Walmart. And, and that's what I'm saying, then. He, he permitted to come to certain motherfuckers. Like, he can go to Walmart, he can go to Walgreens, he can go to CVS, he can go to goddamn um, Logan's. He can go all these places and do this shit. So, he ain't in just one spot. He might ten, people, ten people give you a dollar, ten dollars your first $10 hour. $10 right then. Then, think about the motherfuckers that give you three and four dollars, you know what I'm saying? And then, you got over a hundred thousand right, motherfuckers coming right in spot. and out. You got niggas with bank coming in and out of you 20 at a time. Any Walmart in Jackson, bro, see a hundred thousand motherfuckers every day. Any spot in Jack, if if it's a Walmart, though, it's seeing a hundred motherfuckers, a hundred thousand motherfuckers now. Thirty five thousand of them might be in there stealing some Man, shit. Five percent of it, right there. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Five percent of them people going in. Right, and there you is. You in? The, you are uh, just a dollar. Just a dollar from all them motherfuckers, bro. That's a lot of motherfucking dough. And you think he finna turn all that in? Hell no. Mm-hmm. Hell no. My nigga finna get some loud. <laughs> Good guapo. I ain't bullshit. So, uh, you want to talk about the women hyphenating names, or you want to go to? Uh, yeah, we can, we can, we can spark that. up that live too on yeah, that because yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already lit. Yeah, I'm gonna so, already goddamn. I shout out, yeah. I wanna, I wanna goddamn. And plus, we gotta shout out my boy. All right. I definitely wanna give Ball a shout out because that's where I got it from. That's who. That's who made me think of it. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Ball. That's so Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Just, what up, um, dude? It's just me and Riz tonight, baby. Just tonight, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Doing our thing. Let me see some viewers get on real quick. Hell yeah. I know the BT was tonight. I forgot all about that. Oh, it's all good. It's whack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know everybody watch see them on them ciphers. Though. Right. But, you know, just think about marriage, though. Like, when we talk marriage, like, how many things do a man request, though? We don't request much. We don't ask for a lot. We don't ask for nothing. We don't ask for a whole heap of nothing. So, if we are basically saying that, um, you know, we don't want that, what's the problem in a woman honoring it? You feel me? Yeah. Like, I, t- I got so much backlash from it that I had to talk about it. Like, Women want the ring, they want the ceremony, they want the honeymoon. The way I feel about it, like, you should be marrying somebody if you don't want to carry their last name. Right. Like, you, you starting a new family, a new legacy. This is how you started. Like, you got to right. let your old stuff go. Yeah, and um, Kendra had made a good point. Kendra Hopps, 
Thompson, my bad. Mm-hmm. But she made a good point. You know what I'm saying? She was like, um, what if she, you know, her, her dad, I think she like the only one, and I don't want to misquote her, but I think she the only one in her family that, um, you know what I'm saying, got her dad last night. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what if she want to still hold on to that? And if you have a, a conversation with your man, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? I still feel like you got to let it go. Like, um, Understanding is key to the point, right? You can always, you a Hobson, or, you know, just her name and example. My right. I don't want to just say it. But just using her name as an example, you a Hobson, right? Like, you're going to always be that. Right. But you got to take this new last name. Now, I don't agree with the hyphen anything. Like, what's, the, what's the point in getting married if you just going to keep your name anyway? Right. Like, what's the whole... What are we doing this for? If you Somebody ain't... like me. Like, I might be wrong, dumb, stupid, something. Like, tell me. Um, what's the point? I think the point... I think the point for them is they don't want to feel like they been... They not in control. Like... You feel like they got to have some they got to, They got to have some type of control about the situation. Like, they going to take your last name, but they can't get rid of theirs either. You know what I'm saying? And it's like... You want to be married, but you don't want all that would come with it. And to me, like, I'm not, I'm not with it. Like, I'm definitely not with it. It can definitely handle some things between a man and a woman. Especially. Well, uh, all I know is if I ever tied it on that, it ain't happening unless uh, we take the hyphens out. Yeah, it can't be that. Ain't no hyphens. I can't have it. I don't, I can't, I can't have it. Because you start a new legacy at this yeah. point. It's a, it's a new last name. Like, you just got to roll with that. I ain't asking for nothing. I ain't asking for much. How did your family become that last name? Right. Because somebody took daddy last name. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, um, I, I don't think women can give me a thorough enough excuse on why they should keep their last name. Justin Armstrong said it's a tradition that needs to be broken. As far as... Just taking the man last night? I'm guessing on the hyphenated last name needs to be done away with, is what he's saying. Yeah. Because I, like, I see some of these guys with the hyphenated last name. No, you don't. Juju Smith-Schuster. Who? Juju Smith-Schuster. Well, you know, that's probably from his family, though. Like, he didn't marry somebody to take the hyphen, did he? How did he get hyphenated? Okay, I seen some people with like they family hyphenate, like they mama had a hyphenate last name, they took both the last name. Like, um, what's the dude used to play for Memphis? Um, I know who you're talking about. Um, C D R, what was his name? Yeah, um, Chris Douglas Roberts. Roberts. Yeah. They they came from his family. Um, what's the little the little running back? They played for I think he played for Jaguars at one point. Mm-hmm. Little short dude, um, yeah, um, Maurice, Maurice Jones Drew. Drew. Yeah, he he um he he hyphenated his own last name. He took his granddaddy's last name along with the last name he had already. But I don't understand it. Like, what's the point? Like, yeah, like that don't make sense. You just got a long last name. And now. then like, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, I go to like, what all? What what is it that a man is asking? Besides that, they don't care nothing about the ceremony. They don't care nothing about the ring. They don't we don't, we don't pay it. We don't care. No, $5,000. We care about the honeymoon because you care about the honeymoon. We don't care. Like, we don't really care about all that. You know what I'm saying? The honeymoon? I think that's the part everybody can care. I don't think, yeah, I don't I think I'm going to go somewhere. Nah. 
I know I'm ready to fly out. You can go to New Orleans and you good. No, I'm ready to fly out. Man, you shut the fuck up. You don't want to fucking lie. You, you, you lying, bro. No, you lying. You ain't, you you ain't studying this you shit. You gotta understand how much I love to travel, dude. Man, like, that's fine. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't have to be necessarily after the wedding. Honey, I'm gonna be a blast. E- immediately after the wedding. Immediately. I'm talking about. Man, get out of here. You leaving that jump, boy. Man, you finna get full of that goddamn Marco Negri 1846. That motherfucking nasty Moscato. <laughs> and you finna sit there You finna get drunk As a motherfucker <laughs> And you gonna be like Man we ain't gonna Catch that flight God, man. We can man, go back to the crib You gonna be all ENJ Man you gonna go to the crib <laughs> And you gonna Goddamn smash something <laughs> And you gonna rebook that flight for goddamn September 11th, goddamn. No. Yeah, you hear. Yeah, you hear. Cause they gonna be cheap that day. <laughs> so, anywhere in the world, $47. No. Don't wish it on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> man, you know it is after my birthday and shit. Don't put that on me, Ricky Man, Bobby. listen, man, man, don't care nothing about that shit, bro. We don't care nothing about that. Only thing we care about what your motherfucking name gonna be after this. So, you know, the hyphenated land ain't over. Yeah, it's a done deal for that. I can't, I can't ride with it. Me neither. Yeah, I ain't gonna ride with it. It's pointless. Yeah, and most men don't ride with it. Cause we feel like it's almost like I don't want to go so deep, but we feel a little castrated about it. Like, yeah, you take it out, man. Like, okay, yeah. I'm trying to give you my land. Like, yeah. if a man go far enough to want to marry you, at least you could do it. Yeah, take my land. Take my land. Yeah, yeah. hyphenated land. It's like you still trying to hold on. To you know, some power. It's like you playing a power trip. Like it's like Floyd Mayweather making them uh test pack out blood three times for the fight like he did. Pretty much just a mind. Right. Like I got power for you. Right. And the only the only niggas I can see that can do some shit like that is the passive guys that but it's gonna be it's gonna become a problem later on though. Yeah. At some point it's gonna become a problem because most niggas most you most niggas do not care about nothing but that. That's what they care about. You know what I'm saying? Did you get the last name, though? Yeah. Well, you know, she did still keep her name. Nigga, you should just let her be. Yeah, like, you ain't gonna be able to go back and talk to your homeboys about that. Man, listen. Then I know somebody was like, well, you know, you gonna pay for it because, you know, it costs money to change your name. And um, Sheikah was saying something about businesses. Like, you know, women be having businesses. And um, you know, they want to keep their last name. The Bennett still stay in their name. Whatever name it was, but your last name Jane person. It's just like rappers have a stage name. Right. But they writing credits always go to their real name though. You don't think Lil Wayne real name Lil Wayne. Man, that man Dwayne Michael Carter. Right. And get what? And he a business. You see what I'm saying? Jay Z's a business. You don't do you think his name Jay Z? You think his mama named him J hyphen Z? I wonder if it's Beyonce knows Carter. It um, is. It is? Tragic. She hyphenated. Tragic. See, we fucked up. When Jay-Z let that shit slide, we fucked up. We ain't got nothing to stand on, though. That was our catalyst. Yeah, Queen B. Oh, it's all with. Shit. Hey, oh, they got all the power now. Yeah, it's all with. See, we can't do nothing but goddamn just take it how it is, now. It's here too, of the game. Man, like, <laughs> but you got to have that conversation, though. You gotta you gotta have that conversation beforehand because if you get married you gonna and you expect it to be high you gonna be heartbroken. You gonna be heartbroken. You gonna have to definitely talk about it. Just know um we hyphenate nothing this way. I ain't gonna hyphenate nothing. 
My name is Scrapper Den. My kid last name is Den. So my wife last name gotta be Den. It's just this simple. It's gonna be slash Den. Nah. You feel? I feel like you gonna be one to get hyphenated. Mm-mm. Your last name gonna get hyphenated, bro. Mm-mm. He's gonna be a long last name with a baby. Your son. Man, you got me duct tight. You got me all the way duct tight. Your son with his last name. Because it's another little nigga named Carter Denny. <laughs> and he got to spell his whole name out. That's the only reason. No, he gonna be. Carter Ryan Denny. Whatever blank. Carter Ryan Denny. <laughs> Callie Denise Denny. Kalani Chanel Denton. Do you know how little they gotta break them letters on the food jersey? Man, you got me duct tight. <laughs> you saw Chris Dudley Robinson. Hey, I'm jersey. telling you, bro. That motherfucker all the way down here in the real. Douglas Robinson is like two kind of lengthy. Extra long name. <laughs> like this nigga got some goddamn motherfucking. <laughs> John Drew had two short names. Right. John Drew. Yeah, that's this cool. Douglas that look like a regular lad name. That look like Harrison or anything else. This nigga got Douglas Roberts on Extra letters on his That's like a... Nigga had mad extra letters on his job. Yannis. Oh, Yannis Unto Tacumpo. Man, that nigga got mad letters. Listen, bro, that nigga shit look like a rainbow. He going in the oil pit. I want to know how women feel about it, though. I want to why they ain't chiming in. They must be... They it's all watching man, but they ain't. They ain't speaking on it. Okay they, then. They ain't messing with it. That's what's up. It's all good. We ain't tripping. They 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 come in at one o'clock in the morning. It's yeah. all good. Like I said, but it's something that we need to talk about though. That's something we trying to change the culture. We got to do this. We can't be letting these women play us like this, bro. <laughs> can't do that. You can't do that. I feel like we already lost, man. Yeah. Cause Too now many. women are more, they more um, Too they many. on a higher plateau as far education. Yeah, they kind of. Uh, you get me? You can't tell them shit. <laughs> you feel me? They they they, they, they the one. Man, they all want to be men to the time to pump gas. <laughs> when it's time to pump gas, all of a sudden they remember they a woman. You feel me? Shaquille walking the way to this. <laughs> Man, like I said, bro. At the end of the day, um, you can best believe if a woman know that her man don't care about her getting her name hyphenated, she's going to get it hyphenated. Fact. That's just how it is, bro. But now... That's, that's demasculating. Like, that's... That, that's the whole that's, point. That's of, a man. The whole point of getting married is I'm going to give her my last name. For us. For them, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Because just think about it. They already got the power anyway. Nine times out of ten, her name on the motherfucking, on the lease. Her name on the light, gas, water. You just here paying that shit. You feel me? So, in they eyes, shit, they ain't, got to, they ain't got to do shit you say. You been living like goddamn, you straight with it. Fuck it, nigga. What you mad for? Because I'm getting my last name hyphenated, nigga. Charles Williams said she has to have my last name. And every child we have together is going to have it, too. Facts. Just how I was raised. Facts. Any any other real nigga that's out there, or man, I don't mean to call you a nigga, my guy, but any other real man out there that this 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 manly, right? That don't walk around here with no satchels and don't <laughs> walk around here doing zesty shit. You feel me? He gonna feel the same fucking way we feel. You see what I'm saying? Like, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't make it seem like we just going off the deep end and no shit. No, this how niggas feel. Hey, we gotta talk about um how do you guys not having kids these days too? 
all these little satchel wearing these. But I'm gonna tell you something about not having kid part. They just see what we go through. The niggas that do got kids, they more they more cautious on chili dog in the motherfucker. <laughs> They more cautious on it. I think they more cautious for a whole lot of other reasons. Like, we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. It ain't the zesty part. It's zesty. I don't think it's I the think, zesty I part. I think it got something to do with it. No, them, they don't. They Listen, bro. But you know I got a theory for everything. Them, them little young niggas. I'm, and we're going to get to your theory just a minute. But them young niggas done seen what they daddy went through. They thought they daddy didn't care nothing about them. They thought daddy was a deadbeat. Daddy loved the fuck out of them. But daddy got tired of arguing with mama on some more shit. And now that they done seen the light, it's like, damn, I got to go through that. Hell no, nah, man. I'm finna. And they hit the sheet. Skeet on the wall. Use a rubber. They actually using condoms. You see what I'm saying? Because these little young motherfuckers, they, they, they smart. They just do, yeah, they do question, question marks. The satchel. You can't call that smart, though. Not nothing in these motherfucking hoes is smart. <laughs> Shit, fuck what you talking about. <laughs> fuck what you talking about, nigga. Yeah, don't Man, know. you is. I ain't mean to flash. It's all good, bro. On that note, uh, we gonna holler at y'all. We live, man. Uh, oh, 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 I forgot. I got, I forgot. We gotta pay a bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta pay a bill. Look, um, everybody, get down to Pun Smart. Holler at my man, Macklemore, for cash loans on guns and gold and tools. He actually has a gun sale he's going to be doing. Um, also, he said he's going to run a contest the Saturday before Halloween. Um, you get a certain amount of shots. Put your name they had to win something. Um, go to Pun Smart Telemastermind Podcast Century and see what you can get. Because um, he throwing deals out after that. Like, I just bought something from him today. Um, I bought a new soundboard. So... And um, I'm going back to get a rifle. But um, he, he said all your hunting needs pretty much. You know, I'm going to run the seal on those before hunting season and really crank up. So um, get down to Pond Smart. It's 322 Sunset Drive in Grenada, Mississippi. In the intersection of Highway 8 and 51. Matt McLemore. Get in now. Man, shout out to Matt, man. That man down there real life hustling. Hustle, Whatever man. you trying to get. These niggas, they sitting around here, they complaining, talking about they can't get no motherfucking money. Get some money. You gonna get money. You can get money. I can get money. Everybody, Everybody get, get money. money. <laughs> you get some head. I ain't seeing. You got one more to turn it down. You in the car. You in the car. You in the car. <laughs> turn it down right oh, damn man. man. Bro, listen, what was I at when Oprah was doing that shit, though? I could have used the Pontiac. They said a motor locked up in 30 days on the head. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Bro, listen, you got to be some real, like, you got to be on some real bullshit, nigga, to wake up one day and say, man, I'm finna get everybody a car, brand new car. (laughs) Bro, that's some boss-ass shit. But no, but no, they had to pay the notes. It wasn't no, it wasn't no totally paid for it. No, nigga, hey, I just put the down payment on that bitch. <laughs> nigga, and listen, ain't no telling how much goddamn early bird fee she done got behind <laughs> this shit for setting these motherfuckers up. Man, she probably caught a deal just because she was selling these cars, giving away these cars. Yes. Like, she, she got them cars for free. Yeah, I remember one time when old boy from Gold Spring went the Price Right, 
and uh, he won the new car. He won the damn Plinko challenge. The damn, oh, you slide no, the chip. Yeah, won that bitch. Oh, he get to the end of the show. He think he got that. He gonna get a motherfucker to ship that bitch. No, no, no. You got to pay the taxes on this motherfucker. And the taxes on that motherfucker. In fucking, <laughs> fucking California, no, this got to come out of your account right here on the spot. Oh, shit. You so got to pay the taxes. If you ain't got no money in your account. Like, right the taxes now. on the car, the car probably 37. So he probably, pay, you got to pay like four, five grand, bro, Man. just to get this motherfucker. Then you got to pay like a, a, a gaming fee, all this shit. Then you got to pay to get this bitch shipped to your house. Nigga, do you know how much motherfucking money that is, nigga? Not supposed to be no one, this bitch. Man, what Wayne it? Wayne Brady, come here. What I'm talking about? We finna fight this bitch up. Man, bro, I'm fighting. You got me fucked it's up. Pepin's big business. Bitch, I won this Durango. It's been going on since the beginning of time. Man, just think of Joe Israelite ass goddamn go up there. The motherfucker tell him he don't want a new bad. truck. It's a war going on. And the motherfucker gonna be like, well, you know you gotta pay this fee. Whoa, elaborate. Elaborate. <laughs> now, elaborate on that. Cause I thought I won this motherfucker. The war report is going Man, down. shout out to my dude Joe, man. I'm gonna quit joking on Joe, but Joe is militant. He, yeah, he ain't gonna understand none of this shit. Yeah, telling your brother, but he ain't trying to hit it. Man, I told you, bro, Count Tazariak, bro, that motherfucker is crazy. Shout out to my dude Joe, man. I'm telling you, bro, you gotta goddamn find you another job, my nigga. You need to come on back, goddamn. Tell you, man. That damn Joe's motherfucker, goddamn. Hell yeah, we all the way in here tonight. All the way in. All the way in this one tonight. This motherfucker might. Go on and on and on like oh, Erica Badu. On and on and on and on. I wonder why nobody ain't never sampled that shit. What's that? That on and on. Somebody had did that. Yeah? I can't remember who it was or what it they was. They must didn't do a good job. On and on and on and on. Now, I know the nigga Black, he, he did a little live version of the motherfucker. No, somebody actually recorded something. Like... It's certain songs that just supposed to be sampled, bro. Like that Rick, like that Rick Ross, that motherfucking um, that Dice Pineapple. Like ten years from now, somebody gonna they gonna have to cause it just. Ooh, boy, you see what I'm saying? Just think about all. Just think about a song that you would mind. You wouldn't mind hearing the sample to. We done got side to side by Three Six Mafia. I can't. I can't think of it because. Yeah, it's a song. You can better believe. One of the motherfucking Jay Z song. Every song's been a sample already. Everything well, made out sample then. Mm, whether, it's, whether it's the drum beat or a piano or something. I'm trying to think. Yeah, that is, that's a lot of that. It's you know, a lot of that. Music? Yeah. Took a turn for the worst. <laughs> because my first time hearing on um, Regulator, bro. Bro, I thought, thought that, that was it. You hell thought, yeah. I thought that. I was like, ooh. But, that, but those samples go to show you that music in its authentic form, playing instruments. Right. It's better. Like, yeah. Because if a classic still work on you like that, that sound draw you in more than, like, let's face it, the rapping on it was good, but it wasn't no great rapping. It was it's the melody. Yeah. How it, they rolled that bit. In. It drew you in. Yeah, the lyrics weren't that deep. Isa <laughs> See that's the I what listen, that's when you know that the song is working, bro. When, when you, you know the beat. Yeah. 
when you when, know the beat. When you hear the beat, you know it. Samples is the, is the the wave, like. Yeah, but you know, I, I, I'm like I'm with J Cole though. I feel like motherfuckers shouldn't have to jump hurdles to sample somebody's music. If you made music, you should it should be out there for the culture. Yeah. Like I understand the business end up, but we shouldn't be running into because, no roadblock where I can't. People are lose who who started it though, because they're just like going back to the three six mafia beat everybody was on this year. They actually forgot who song it was. Right. Cause Sway Lee them, they definitely put a twist to that bit. Yeah, and then um, Chicken Head. Yeah, you, you like if you don't make people pay for it or, and get your acknowledgement, ain't but you'll, you'll get lost in the south. Like people that think that was their original song. I don't, just I like don't have got, a problem with them getting the money. Just like you forgot Mike McDonald made the regular. Right, 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 right. Facts. That's yeah. facts. You get lost. Yeah, but now it ain't that. It's so, the fact that you got the so the say so uh, if they can on the camp. So then what if somebody makes some slaughter your music? Mm. Nigga, pay me. You gotta, you gotta compensate me. Look, look, I'm trying to think of a simple song that motherfuckers didn't expect to do a lot. I can't think of one off the top, but I'm pretty sure there was one of them out there that the motherfucker probably didn't think was gonna do shit. They gave it away, just you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, Nicki Minaj, Anaconda was goddamn. No, no, no. What was the motherfucker? Was that Anaconda? The motherfucker with the um. The the sermon's uh, a lot. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. My anaconda. And her shit. My anaconda. You feel me? And get what? Bro, bro, got down. He, he ate great out there, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. All year long. You know, he owned every aspect of that song. Yeah, like, from the rooster to the tutor. He still getting money check out there. See, out of the Seahawks actually pay him directly, bro, to play his shit, like, at football games and shit. Like... He got like real life, like never got to do shit again. Like, bro, say he spent like over the like twenty, thirty million dollar, bro, just out this song. Yeah, like, like, I mean, he done made. Think about who I was sampling, like something off of that song. What the likeness of it, or you know what I'm saying? Like he getting he getting a piece of everybody's song every yeah. Yeah, a lot of people, and then and then yeah, when I learned though, commercials and use it like the the. Now, it ain't even more the drum pattern. It's more like the bells and shit that's in it. Motherfucker got down. Yeah, motherfucker sampled that. And he get paid off of it. He, he one of the most friendliest people as far as like sampling. Yeah, he, he gonna let everybody get it. But now you got motherfucking like... Um, DJ Paul said he'll let anybody get in his stuff too. Like, like shit. He said, hell yeah. Yeah, we finna talk about that paper. But then you got motherfuckers like Jekyll and Howe who motherfucking had two songs and you don't know them like that and a J. Cole trying to sample, sample they shit and you saying no. Nah. Well, they gotta get paid. They probably like shit. How you, you gonna try to sell me some records off a of record we sweated and died over? But we didn't make it in off of it. Shit, pay me so you can... You know the paper. If they come in and you trying to sample lie. your I'm, music... I'm petty the same way. Like, if, if I had a record that didn't make it, but you wanted to sample that bitch 20 years later, like, hey, yeah, you can sample that motherfucker. Pay, pay me. Yeah, and th- this the whole reason they coming to you. You might you might actually get to quit that factory job. They coming to, get, to you for that. You had to get a factory job about to quit your career. Um, you man, who's... J. Cole, some of the earliest motherfuckers that... That own their music, I'm trying to think. 
But somebody was like, Ray Charles, they really shit. didn't even handle paperwork with people that like sample their shit. They got their money like after the fact. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. After they realized like how much money they really could be getting off these residuals and like, shit. You know what I'm saying? But now, I don't, I don't know what for real and and what's the name? Robin Thicke that they were doing. I think that what they did was because the beat was so contorted, it didn't sound exactly bro, like it that. Sounded, it sounded just like it just sped up, bro. If I played the two songs side by side right now, you'll be like, damn, what was they thinking? That's what, listen, that's what I'm saying. They thought that because they twisted a little bit, that they didn't have enough for the song. They ain't, the percentage of the song was too much similar. It just was, it basically was just the tempo of the song. And then old girl got all that. Six million dollars. Bro, she put them folks in the red behind that. Six million dollars. I don't think and I think she was I aiming it like a dub. I don't think nobody was actually affiliated with the song felt the hit. I believe the labels had to take it. So they probably mad them niggas right now. Probably why T.I. got to be independent. Oh. <laughs> Robin Thicke ain't dropping this in then. Yeah. You know, he done been through some shit since then. But now, at the time, I don't, I don't really think they thought it was going to be a hit like that. I don't see how they didn't. I'm trying to shot the video. Had the beat peels all in the video. Yeah, but you remember that album? Like, shit, that album wasn't what we thought it was going to be anyway. I don't remember when you listened to the album. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I had the album, but I can't... Beside that song, I can't tell you nothing else was on. I hope they let them keep it on the album, because that's all they got now. Shit, that motherfucker, trust me, it fucked them up. It's for money. No, for... Well, they sued them and then told them they couldn't put it on streaming sites. You can't even stream this song no more? Man, listen, that's crazy. If it is, it might not even be on streaming sites. That's what I'm saying. I'm finna see. What's the name of the journal all the way here? Blurry Line. Blurry Line. Like. Oh, shit. It's oh, the album on here. Let me see about the song. Yeah, it's on here. Let's see. I know you want it. Everybody get up. Yeah, that's too close. That's like, too close. Like you gave yourself away. Yeah, they that that was that was too much. Yeah, no, 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 man, no, that, for real. Come on, yeah, come on. But Rick. they thought they was gonna goddamn speed it up a little bit, contort the beat. Thought we were gonna make it a little louder. No, they fucked it up. Come on, for real. They definitely they they. He ain't they, from Timberland and all them Bollywood samples. Not no. samples. He was telling songs and putting rappers on. 
That's <laughs> crazy, little motherfucker. And, and, and the beatbox too. Yeah. Listen, that, that's telling. Yeah, that's telling. He, he was straight taking Bollywood music. Like, he didn't think nobody in America was going to ever hear They thought they was going to hear First of all, you Timberland. Everybody yeah. all over the world hear your song once or twice. Once or twice. That nigga thought he was gonna just straight jack these folks and then put a beatbox on it. Nah, <laughs> no, it don't work like that. Um, the same with the weekend. The weekend, um, that fucking um, that song often. Yeah. That sample. Often. Actually, yeah. That that little bullshit that's playing uh-huh. in the back. But that's a Turkish song though. It's an actual song a recording artist from Turkey made it. And yeah. The little bullshit definitely come on. Yeah. And he sampled it. Nigga. They can't even sing by him. They can't even sing. <laughs> they can't even sing by him. <laughs> I want the residual. You know what I'm saying? In American dollars. But now, you thought that a motherfucker wasn't going to relate that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because at the time, you just blowing up. Man, them folks can't sing by this ass behind that shit. <laughs> no, that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit. Oh, well. Them folks were not going, bro. Whoever that artist is, though, they like the Beyonce of, of Turkey, though. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know you. Yeah. Because I didn't know. Yeah, so. Like, that whole Lil' Kiss Land album was pretty much. Oh, no, that's, that, that was on the um, Beauty Behind the Madden. That shit, though, pretty much like nothing but that shit from over there. You just listen to that shit, it sounded like it was overseas Europe, or something. Much shit. of European artists and stuff. Yeah. Alright, well, you know what around it out with tonight? What's that? Top five horror movies. Man, listen, man. I'm thinking I'm I'm definitely gonna I gotta roll South first. South? Yeah, that's 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 my number one motherfucker because it's actually a great storyline. Yeah. It actually talking about some shit. Like yeah. even he, though it's he, he trying to teach you a lesson. Right? So I'm I'm gonna roll that first. Then just personal favorite, I'm gonna go with Chucky. Um I fuck with my nigga Chucky. Like, I remember times I was real, like, terrified of um, Charles Lee Ray. Man, you know what I'm saying? I remember my little cousin, D and Tay, you know, we stayed in the country, so they'll stay up to my house till it get real dark. I'm mm-hmm. talking you know, in the wintertime, 5 o'clock is dark, so they stay up to about 7 or 8. Right. We up there tripping down, and they, you know, and they get ready to walk down the hill to their house. Ain't no light out there. So I always they get, I went down the hill where it's real dark. At. I'm like, damn, I just saw checking. And then they strike out running. Man, go to crime, bro. Ooh, see, Charlie Ray was a motherfucker. Boy, I terrorize him with Chucky. So let's see. We're going to roll with Chucky. Then, um, got to say Friday the 13th. Mm, it's on my list, too. Friday the 13th. That, that, was, that was that motherfucker. Um, who else? What, what else we got? Um, okay, Mike. Definitely Mark Mine. Yeah. How many of them four? That's four. And then what I have five. What I have five. I wanna say I got 
I got something you probably ain't gonna think scary, but they did something to me. They did something to you at that time, then. <laughs> then number five gonna be, let's see. Number five was um, Final Destination. Final Destination, that's horror? I think so. I just think it's gruesome. That's how everybody say about Saw. I just, I just put like any of the motherfuckers you know that come out toward Halloween. And the mysteriousness around do kind of make it like. Yeah. Because Final Destination like, damn, what if I might be cursed like you have a premonition don't know my time. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like that ain't something you control. This yeah. just happened to you when it happened. You know, That's sour, fire right though. Sour the mystery and sour kind of scare. All right. Michael Myers rolled out in four. All right. Five. So my five was, I'm going to start sour first. Case 38. Mmm. Bro, I wouldn't have dared put that motherfucker on that motherfucker. But that movie was, yeah, it, it did yeah. something. Like sitting up yeah. late at night watching that bit by yourself and then you find, you see that little girl transform. Like she was whispering in the girl ear. Then she turned to the demon face. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Trying to burn the little people up in the house. Man, that, that little bit went hard, bro. That was decent. Yeah. It was decent. All right. Amity V because it's they kept... It's Yeah, they kept saying it was a true story and all that, like the story behind it. Mm-hmm. Amity V Horror. Oh, yeah, that, yeah was, that, that was a motherfucker. It did something to me. You know, I ain't gonna say I was, like, scared of them, but, like, just... These movies they kind of move, they were game changers. Right now, the ones we get into, I was young when they came out. And right, they had no choice but to scare me. Right, Halloween first. First, yeah. Halloween was the scariest. Scary, like out yeah. of all of them, the most convincing. Yeah, it's like yeah. it fucked your sleep up. The story was realistic. Like yeah. a nigga just put a mask on and kill everybody. Yeah, uh, you you can believe that. Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Hey, you scared to go to sleep? Like, mm-hmm. one, two, Freddy. Think about the first one with the little girls in the hallway singing that song. Right. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, and I lock that door. Freddy didn't scare me because it was somebody in the hood look like Freddy. <laughs> that would have made him scared. Yeah, like, that's, that's what I was like. I've been living next to this nigga all my life. <laughs> that would have made him scared. Like, he had long ass fingernails. Like, his face was like. You know how folks... Who is it, bro? Um, it's Chester. I can't remember Chester last night. I can't yeah. think of the time. Chester would have caught them hands. Ch- the day that movie but, debuted, I would have beat the But his face was like... Skin. Yeah, like, like it was scratched up, up, fucked up. Like yeah, he like, had bumps that busted and left He had that, that real skin. Like he had Man. That, that Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, he had a lot of blackheads. Yeah, them yeah. dents in his Yeah, hell yeah. So right. that's why I'm afraid of them scare me. Alright. So I ain't wanna do the, the average thing and say um uh, what you call it, Friday thirteenth. Right. Because it was I was young in that moment. Yeah, it, oh, like man. this it's yeah. a given to it was yeah, young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure top Jason, ten. Jason Voorhees in yeah. the pool. He, he might be top five, bro. Like I, I just kept him out of my yeah, right. I'ma tell you, you don't laugh at me, man. Tell from the hood. Oh, Lord, this nigga here. Tales from the Hood was scary. Tales from the Hood was more funny than it was scary. Yeah, though. when you get older, it was funny. Yeah. Think about when you... Me how old how, how we were when they came out? I was you probably two years good. older than me. So I was probably good. You about seven or something. I was probably about five. Maybe nine, something like that. I was something like nine. Yeah, think about the little, the little story with the dogs and the politicians, yeah. the slavery dogs. Right. Or the, the nigga that got locked up with the racist dude and all this. Like, man, shit was scary. 
Oh, you want the shit? Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you need yeah. deep in the shit. You need these. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> bro, that for, shit was for scary, real. Bro. Not, yeah, that nigga turned to the devil, no, bro. Man. He turned into the devil on them niggas. I feel you, though. We was young, though, so. Yeah, then it was a hood-ass story. Like, yeah. You could believe this. Like, yeah, because some of these niggas, you feel like, stay close. These niggas, they had just killed a dude, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's their repayment, man. The devil pulled him down in the funeral home, bro. I, it, it was a main storyline. I can, I can feel where you coming from. I wouldn't laugh at Yeah, like, and, as an adult, like, okay, it's laughable now. Like, yeah. It's some bullshit. Yeah, that's how I that that's that's pretty much where I was at with like um uh the last exorcism. Yeah. Like the exorcism period, like when I first watched it I was young, but then when I got older it was, it was like kibosh. Like it's more suspense than it is. Yeah. Like, most of the movies that's all it is an interesting storyline. Like, yeah. Like make it you could real like we can make a scary movie though. Real life can make a scary movie. Be hey, yeah, all we got to do is just film it double quick. What <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you talking about? Motherfucker uh, going, hey. Let me get 50 cents. Come on. <laughs> Bruh, I, I know you over here smoking. Let me get a dollar. Let me get a dollar. Tell me. ain't filling my money. <laughs> Niggas yeah. down there, motherfucker. It's scary down there anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, shit. What about on the Blair Witch Project? I'm going to tell you something about that. It was one of them scary movies where... I, it was scary when you thought about it later. It wasn't even that. It was more like I I, I watched it because I knew girl was scared of it and I knew it was going to be chicks. The, the build up. It was, it yeah. was the, the commercial and shit made it yeah. seem like, damn, this shit really happened. What was the other one? Uh, Paranormal Activity. Paranormal Activity. Come on, bro. Like, hey, the one where all them old women was at the door though, when they eat, the and they opened the door and all them old women was there though, bro. Nigga, I went to sleep on that shit. Bro, did you see the one where they was all outside doing a little ritual though? Which one that was? The one that laughed. Okay, yeah, because like, I ain't go to no like one. The, the little young boy opened the door and then he, he saw all them. It was like them women just came from out of nowhere. They just standing around. Then they all looked at him. Then he ran, tried to run. They were in the house. Then he finally ran outside and ran straight into the motherfucker. Like, that bitch was kind of lit. Man, decent. Come on. It was, it was, it was fucking out. No, we ain't for shit to say it was like. It was for the chicks. Yeah. It was to get chick. We had but, to seem strong in the movie. But together. you know what I'm saying? On a list of like movies and scary no. movies, you gotta put that on in there. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, the, the kind of movie it was, the storyline, they try to make the it budget, realistic. yeah, like that it was made, it was yeah, shot on the shoestring. Yeah, it wasn't even no whole he for nigga probably he spent what how many thousand dollars and made seven million. I want to say, I don't it know. Makes, I think that was the Black Witch project that that. I know both, that, both of them okay, were yeah, shot yeah, yeah, like, like, like the bare minimum. Like, like I was able to set up a lot of cameras with um, paranormal yeah. activity. They spent more money renting the damn equipment than they did. It was one sitting, one house, mm-hmm. cameras in the room. Mm-hmm. That's all it was, was the cameras, basically, and the actors. Cause, and it was really one of the actors. Yeah, it was like people we never seen before. Like, yeah. yeah. Niggas from around the hood, like, should we all want to shoot this movie? Yeah, like the scary version of Friday. Yeah, basically. Huh? 
and Friday had, had niggas that considered so active. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah but five thousand dollars. Hey, pops, they got there on that second when they had to come on up with some more money. Same with them six on it. I think he got like what else somewhere like that. Then six digits out there. Then you know the last motherfucker got a million dollars. Yeah. For the last motherfucker, so shit. Shot the pop. Hell yeah! And then he was the. Let's see. I think him cute. That they was the. I think they the only two that did all of. Uh, uh-uh, his wife too. She showed up in all three of. Huh? Yeah, yeah. She was when, in yeah. her part. So minimal though. Yeah, yeah. She definitely. She, she was played definitely. a bigger part in the first one. And like I one. never understood why his sister just disappeared. Yeah, like they don't even acknowledge her. Period. Period. If they gonna do another Friday, they gotta do it like Regina King. They parents mm-hmm. now. That's what his sister Regina King. I forgot she was. Yep. Hell yeah. She, yeah. She was in that motherfucker. Like I said, um. Oh, man, they can't make Craig and Daddy old yet. Yeah, they do. They got to. I mean, gotta be like thirty-five now. They, they, nah, they growing shit, so slow. You gotta think Craig was what twenty-five then. Shit. Hell. I spent your shit for 20 years. Shit, that one I'm saying. Goddamn shit. What the fuck you talking about? That nigga went between the first minute. You know okay. how old? So, so he 40 now? He 40. Man, they ain't gonna make him 40 yet, man. He, he, he got to be 40. He still got to have pops. Well, shit, he like 43 to be exact. But you still got to have these four have a little control over him. You got to make him at an age where you still got to listen to him. Fuck that. They daddies now. They kids is in fucking high school. They, don't they watching high high every day. Getting fucked up. Man, and speaking of how high, man, we talked about it later, but come on, man. Yeah, the new It's getting more and more disturbing about like the new the remake. Like it just please don't do this, y'all. Some movies don't need some things don't need a sequel, don't need to be made over. How how were one of them joints that I thought it should have had a second? It should have been them doing it though. They should yeah. they should have took a year You can't do it without red and milk. Leading, they they obviously finna try it. So. They got the lead. That gonna be like a belly. I don't want that. Ooh, I don't want that. Belly too. Get the fuck out of here. That <laughs> shit was so garbage. That shit was garbage, them motherfucker. And I fuck with Chuck. The greatest movie of all time, boy. Belly. Belly too. And no, <laughs> no. That <laughs> shit. That they had the little plastic chopper. That's the worst remake ever. And they had that plastic chopper. That was the worst remake ever, I think. Without a doubt, that's the worst. It ain't no other remake that, that can top that. That, that was bullshit. See, you got so much you want to address while we here? Man, see, you know, see. Mastermind Podcast, man. Too, man, we in this joint. Do this. Yeah, just like that. So, shit, a wrap? It's a wrap. Welcome to... The interview section of the Mastermind Podcast. Yep, yep. I got um Miss Diane Freeland Foster in the house tonight. Miss yeah. Diane, how Would you, you like to speak? Give a round of applause. Yeah, I'm nervous, but I'm in the house <laughs> <laughs> with all these young doing? folks, and that's all. That always feels good to just be in the house with young folks. Yeah, that's I don't right. be nervous. Young, gifted, and black. Hey, hey, I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. Now, we want to talk to you about your hectic schedule you've been on lately. Okay. Um, I know you, you was um, going out to run at first for a position this year. I, I actually wanted I to run. I, I, actually, I, I, I wanted to run for school board. Okay. I did. I really did. Uh, 
the that was that you know of course the position in district four mm -hmm. is open and um I've decided not to because my mother had a hemorrhagic stroke. That and with my hectic schedule as it already was, I knew that I would not be able to commit to the position, mm -hmm. and so I decided not to. And I did the next best thing. I asked someone to run. Right. That's okay. Right, so Miss Coco, say hi to Miss Coco. All right. So tell us about your own. The person that's running on um, the relationship with them, like? Well, I did a lot of pondering, and this is not organizational. This is simply individually. Mm -hmm. But individually, I did a lot of pondering because I actually do a lot of uh, advocating for students inside of the school system, and I've really done that most of my adult life. Um, and in advocating for students, and especially special needs students, I see a lot inside of the system that needs changing. And I also, because, I, because I'm with a national organization called Dignity in Schools, and we work to uh, prevent and to stop uh, school push-out and to dismantle the school-to-prison pipelines. You know, I'm familiar with all of the data. I have knowledge, a knowledge base around all of those issues, and, 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 and I see what's behind the scenes here. And so I just felt like we needed a new voice on the school board. Uh, and so I decided to ask someone to run when I knew that I would not be able to. And I called a young lady who I knew. I mean, she just came to my mind, and I called her. Um, that's Cora uh, Kincaid Cunningham. We refer to her, reference to her as uh, Coco. And I gave her a call and I asked her, you know, I told her, I said, well, you know, the school district four school board is up for uh, election this year. Uh, are you interested in running? And I was so excited because she didn't say I'm interested in running. She said, Diane, do you know how long I have been interested <laughs> in running? Mm -hmm. And I was so excited about that. I mean, I was just absolutely excited and so on one hand that excitement on one hand I was I was very excited and on the other hand it made me think now all this time she's been wanting to run but yet we're not connected enough as a people to know that right, right. we're not in enough circles together to know that we don't have an organized group around parents and students to know that Right, and here I am. I'm, I'm, I'm actually advocating for students with special needs, and Cora Coco Cunningham is a special. She is an inclusion teacher. She mm. works with special needs students. Right. But because we're so disconnected in our community now, I didn't know this. Right, even though I, I, I knew of some of the things she was doing in the school systems, but in, in the school system that she worked in, but. Again, because we're not connected locally, mm -hmm. there were things that I didn't, those were things that I didn't know. But at the same time, I was so excited to hear her say, do you know how long I have been interested in running? And she went right ahead and did everything that she was supposed to do. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I was excited about that, and I'm still excited about that. So, um, are you having, uh, you work with an organization 
What's the name of the organization? The organization that I work with locally is Activists with a Purpose. Activists with a Purpose. Right. And Activists with a Purpose has always, first and foremost, worked around racial justice. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we do. We work around racial justice. You know, I I know we live in a time when we think that we are all getting along, but I'm unapologetically black. That's who I am. I, I don't I don't make any apologies for that. That does not mean that I don't work with other people, that I don't get along with other people, right. but it means that I know who I am. It means that I know what has been done to us in our journey, in, in reference to our journey in America. I know the oppression that we have been under. I know the policies are that are in place that still keeps us under. You know, I know the oppression that is still there. And so that's why I say I'm unapologetically black. That's who I am. Uh, racial justice is still the premises or the the the, the groundwork in which that that's what we do, yeah. right? So, but there's so, but you as you grow, you learn that that this work has to have strategies. You know, you just can't go out and do and say I'm doing this. You can't just stand up and say I'm ready to fight and not have any strategies or any tools to fight with, yeah, that's right? Backwards. That's backwards. Which is what education does for us. It gives us those, those tools. But miseducation does not give us those tools. It gives us those miseducation gives us the tools to oppress our own people. And I feel like um, knowing when you've been miseducated is just as important as being educated. Like um, you can be misled easily, but you gotta learn how to unlearn being misled. I remember reading. Um, a book when Dr. King said that because you know doing initially doing the Montgomery bus cop bus boycott bus boycott mm -hmm. what they were asking for was because remember when Rosa Parks sat on the bus mm -hmm. and she was sitting in the seats where the blacks were allowed to sit right mm -hmm. but when the white folks came on they had to get up if it was crowded and move back so they wanted their they wanted to be able to not move when the white folks got up because this was their section, yeah. right? And Dr. King said he was standing before that judge and he was scratching his head. And all of a sudden he recognized that he was doing this because we had all been enslaved. We had been oppressed. Mm -hmm. And that was natural. That was normal. So the first thing he had to do was to acknowledge mm -hmm. that I have been enslaved. Mm -hmm. I have been oppressed. And when he acknowledged that, then he said, no, we're not fighting to sit in that place. That's we're simple. fighting to we're fighting to be the bus drivers. We're fighting to own the bus. We're fighting to sit at the head of the table. And so the fight changed when he recognized that he had been enslaved, that he had had an enslaved mind. Mm -hmm. And it was something that he couldn't help. He could not help because that's what society, that's what the enslaved, the system of enslavement had done to us. But he was able to overcome that. And we all, I mean, we, we should all be able to overcome that. Mm -hmm. And some of us really never accepted that now. Some of our folks never accepted that. So we got we to gotta be clear about that. Yeah, yeah. Some of our folks never accepted that. You know, and, and many of them and most of them that did not accept that did not last long, which is why a lot of other people then did accept it. And, I, you know, a lot of times I hear young people say, no, I couldn't, I wouldn't have, there's no way that I would have taken that. Yes, you would have. 
You would Just, have taken that. Yeah, you I would have taken And here's why you would have taken that. Mm -hmm. You would have taken that or died. But you took that because you thought about the survival of your children and those people that were going to come after you. Sure it right. didn't mean mm -hmm. that you didn't find ways to fight. I hate that. But you they, took they try it. to make it seem like um, the people that our ancestors, the people who came before us, were weak or something. Like they couldn't be us. They would. But they were actually stronger than you because they withheld it and got you to where you are now. I never understood why people always said that. Like, because it was a that. good majority of slaves that did take the option of the death that we yeah. don't talk about. But, well, but it, it wasn't it a majority of yeah, them. Yeah. It wasn't a majority of them. I mean, hey, I'm I'm in agreement with you. I I I I stand up with the Net Turners. I stand up with mm. with, with the Gabriel Process. I stand up mm -hmm. with all of those people who fought and bled and died. Right. But and, but that was part of why we're winning now. But. But 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 still, even after if let's let's look after Reconstruction, mm. right? Right. Let's look at what was done to us after Reconstruction. You know, people say Reconstruction was you know it was it was not successful. It was successful. It was very successful. It was because Reconstruction was successful that tyranny and domestic violence arose. It was because it was successful that the Ku Klux Klan started terrorizing people. It was because it was successful that you had all of these black folks killed and white folks who were working with black folks killed in Louisiana, killed in all of these southern states. It was because of that tyranny. It was that very tyranny that caused the fear in us. And it was not fear for our lives, but it was fear for the lives of our children. Mm -hmm. It was it was all of that fear, and that fear is it's real, and it's still real. It's still real. Yeah, I you just think about the people that um the parents of these kids. They very young. Um, a lot of them haven't got over their childhood yet. They basically living like their second childhood, mm -hmm. where they still doing a little too much. Um. What do we do to try to help those parents? Like, because you don't want to go to a parent and tell them that you know we feel like you're a problem to this child. But now, do we do we put some um some some type of um courses or do we talk to them one on one and try to help them better parent these kids? Because I think a lot of it started at home. I think a lot of the problems started at the house. The kids not being taught at the house no more. Um, they basically get out of school, they recite their homework, and they go right back to school without learning anything from their parents. Like they not, the parents is not teaching them anything. So, what do we say to the to the parents of these kids to help better the kids at home? Okay, so what when you say the parents are not teaching their children anything? Uh, Tell me about these parents. Tell me about okay, the like, percentage. But, but tell me about the percentage of parents. I know I teach taught my children. Right, right. Do you teach your children? For sure. Okay. Because, do, you, do you teach your children? Yes, I do. Okay. So how how many of these parents? Yes. Because listen some, though, right? But, well, wait a minute. Right, right. I mean, I'm answering your question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You but say I'm gonna give parents, you a but yes, there are some parents who do not teach 
their children. There will always be some parents who do not teach their children. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you that many of those parents, the majority of those parents will probably come out of our neighborhoods because systemically that's the way it's set up. Because when you're poor and when you have nothing and when you haven't been taught anything and when you've grown up in cycles where it just goes on and on. And I'm not saying it can't be done. Don't no. get me wrong. But when and, and and but for me how you reach people, I mean you just you you be with them. I mean, you no. know, you don't one of our problems is we look down on folks. We've gotten to the point where, you know, because I've arrived because I'm over here, you know, and my child is this and my child is doing this and my child is a football star and I, my child gets along with the, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's a lot too. But now, what I was saying was like, um, you pretty much know the kids that's not being taught at home because they, they the ones that... They most of the time be the kids that's going that's going through the trouble part of like they getting in trouble like like those kids a lot of those kids are not being taught school fundamentals at home. What are school fundamentals? Um, pretty much. Um, you have to have some type of work ethic about yourself. Um, the ability to read, write, do math. Um, no, the ability to read, write, and do math is a job of the teacher. That's what the teacher is paid for. Mm. But if it's not being instilled at home, then they're not going to the, do the they ability. If a the the role of the teacher is to teach, mm -hmm. the role of the teacher is to teach. The role of a good teacher, no matter what is going at on at home, right, a you. good teacher, a good teacher can change the life of a student. I have seen it happen. Seen it, yeah. The role of a teacher, the role of a teacher is to teach students. If a teacher knows how to teach a good student, a teacher can open up. A teacher can open up the mind of a student. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. So I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm just not, with the, help me, help with, me, help with, me. The, with the school, like with the school, um, they pretty much pay the teachers, you know. Mm -hmm. So, in the in the overall sense of it, it's the school responsibility to get the teachers to come in and teach the students. Right. But now, all in all, it's the parent responsibility to make sure that the child is up to par as far as being taught, because the books still come back to you. Like you, you can send the kid to school, you can send them to school, like. I had a problem with learning at school with other kids. Like, that was my problem. Mm -hmm. Like, I needed attention to be on me. You see what I'm saying? And my mama gave me that. That would, that would help me get through with school. You see what I'm saying? Because my mama gave me that individual, um, that one-on-one that, that, -on -one that I needed okay. to learn, right? Then you got kids that, 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 that need that, but they not getting that at home. You can't blame that on the teacher. I'm not blaming that on the I'm teacher. Saying, I'm saying, even though you're you, saying this is the no, teacher's no, job. I'm asking you, what, that, what does that have to do with the child going to school to learn? You're telling me that every child who's not getting one-on-one -on -one attention at home can't go to the school and learn. That's what I hear you saying. Well, um, it ain't that I... Um, it's now, something that's, that's not being provided at school, though. You help me. Every child different. 
And most black kids that that I know that is troubled, when they went away from sitting around, like my mom worked at AOP, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So even though they wasn't, I would say licensed teachers, they was they they worked with the kids as far as they work, right? Okay. It was an improvement from there, from from school to there. It was a different because they needed that one on one attention. And if you're not getting that at home, at some point we got to look at the, we got to go back to these parents. Like we got to teach them to teach to help these kids learn at the house because sometimes school ain't enough. That's just what it well, is. I don't think school is ever enough. Number one, I don't think school was ever enough for us. I think school was a if you know the history of education, period. Mm-hmm. You understand that education is to perpetuate what the system teaches. Education is not to, education is to make you compliant. Mm -hmm. So I don't think we ever got what we needed outside of Mm -hmm. the school system. Because what we needed outside of the school system, even after integration, what we needed was our school, not not necessarily our homes, because we may not have known in our homes, okay? What we needed was the church. What we needed was organizations. What we needed were people who were rooted and grounded in helping us to understand who we are and were as a people, Mm -hmm. the greatness of our history Mm -hmm. so that our children could understand the greatness of themselves. And yes, I will say we are to blame in that. But even in that, even in that, there was so much that we did not know. We're working from a whole history of oppression. Mm -hmm. We're working from a whole history of not knowing. There were leaders inside of our communities who did who did gain this knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. And so it was those of us who should have kept that tradition of teaching our culture, but we didn't do that. And yes, I do take responsibility for that. Mm -hmm. I do think we have to take responsibility for that. Yeah. Um, So with um, your your group that you have, uh, Activists with a Purpose, um, just give the people a rundown of you know, what it is y'all doing and what y'all trying to accomplish with y'all mission. Okay, what we are trying to accomplish in terms of this particular project, Mm -hmm. again, is to stop uh, students being pushed out of school systematically, Mm -hmm. right? And when I say systematically, I say policies that are put in place and not necessarily put in place to push a certain group of students out of school, but that's what they end up doing. Like, uh, let's say with uh, uh, zero tolerance policies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say with harsh discipline policies. Okay, we, you know, we, we, we talk about children. I'm going to, I'll give you an example. When my daughter was in the third grade, when my daughter was in the third grade, and this was years ago because she's 27 years old, but we were on a bus and she was a Leap Art student and we were taking a trip to Jackson. And there was a little, and there was a little white boy on the bus, right? And I get they must have been a third grade at the time, and I kid you not, they told this boy was C J A J or something, some two initial thing, and I know they told him at least fifteen times, sit down. If you don't sit down, we're going to call your mother. If you don't sit down, we're going to do this. And they sent him from this place on the bus to that place on the bus to that place on the bus. If you don't do this, we're going to do this. Now, 
I want each one of you to tell me, do you honestly think that had that been a little black boy, mm. that they would have told him 15 times Absolutely to sit not. down, mm-hmm. or they would not have stopped that bus and called that parent and say, you have to come pick up this child, yes. right? Right. Okay. That's mm. that's the point I'm trying to make. Right. Okay. And I can, I mean, I, it's just, it's so, it's so much there that we just refuse to see inside of our community and the psychic and psychic and what has happened to us. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, that's that with a little blackboard that would not have happened. Right. And so at some point that those policies begin to push children out of school at one of statistics. This is nothing that I'm just saying. These are statistics. Statistics show that a little black boy, little black boys in kindergarten are viewed as menaces to society. Mm-hmm. When they see your child coming in, a little black boy, okay, they see that child much different than they see a little black little boy. Cody. Statistics shows that that is not every teacher. Right. We're not talking about every white teacher. Yeah, we're talking, we're about, talking collective. about collectively they and call systematically. It implicit bias and, yeah, that's exactly what it called. Implicit bias. bias. That's one of the things that we want to see with every teacher inside of the school teacher. We think that every teacher, black, white, yellow, blue, green, should have training around implicit bias. Mm, well, uh, explain what implicit bias is. You know. uh, implicit bias means that the, those biases that you have learned to, that you've grown with simply because they're part of society, mm-hmm. simply because you stereotypical see... Stereotypical stuff. Yes, well, stereotypical, and when you just grow, uh, it's, you don't really... You don't really recognize it, mm-hmm. right? You don't really recognize that you think that all black folks steal, right? Mm-hmm. But you do think that, right? right? And you think that because society has taught that, right? right. right. Not because it's true, well, but because society has taught it's that. It's just like, okay, you have having recess time, and you think all the little black boys ought to play football, think they all athletic. Same, right. Like right. That. That's right. right. That's it's, right. It's, it's, a, it's a bias you see on, upon somewhere. Meeting. It's a prejudice, basically. You just prejudging them, okay? Do you think um, do you think that we can we could turn this around, turn all of that around? Um, I'm not gonna say um immediately, but a little faster if it was more African American men that was working in the school system. I think we could turn around that around if it was more African American teachers in the school system. Period. Period. Men Uh or women. Uh I think there need to be a lot more men, but men are and women. Uh, we have a school system that's met what fifty one percent black, forty nine percent white somewhere, right. somewhere right in there, somewhere right it, in that range, in right? And we have a a teacher population that I don't know at this point, Mostly but I would say that is not twenty percent black. Right. Okay. Mostly white females. Yeah. Mostly white, white females. females right? I. I I wouldn't say I would say your teacher population is not more than 20 percent. If it is, it's not much more across the state of Mississippi. Seventy three. Fifty six percent of your student population is is black. Seventy three percent of your student of your teacher population is white. Mm. Statistic research. Right. When we go inside of the school system, everything is based on research-based evidence. Research-based evidence tells you that black, that most black children do better 
when they see teachers and people who look right like them, them right. inside of the system. Right. You had to deal with less of their biases also. Unless you have a kind of a self-hating person or something. Yeah, you self-hating, yeah. You, you deal with less of like them seeing you as a criminal because they understand little Renny. Yeah. Little, little Scrabble coming in the door. I was they terrible. Like, I was definitely <laughs> terrible. But, but she'll know how to talk to you like the way your right. mom talked to you. Like, but she'll, like, she'll yeah. put you to the side like, now nah, look, you know I know you better than this. Exactly. Don't make me go tell your mom. Right. I'll tell Donnie right now. Right. You know Shout out I mean? to Mr. Jackson because that's, that's, that's how you see got what I'm saying. Like, that's how he, so you can right. See what I'm saying? Okay. Like, so. like my two favorite teachers is Martha Mar- Morgan, Martha Morgan, and Sammy Jackson because they they it was different. They actually cared. They they didn't act like there was just another day just getting a paycheck. And you know I what I'm saying? Think, I built a personal relationship with both of them. I think so. if you had more people that looked like they, you would have felt it more often. It ain't that yeah. the other people. Don't care. Don't care. All of them yeah. don't care. It, it ain't that they don't care. It's just they don't know how to relate to you like that. But again, it goes back to they care more about so what it is we trying to do as a people. Cause most of us trying to ball, we trying to ball out. So we trying to we we, we don't go to school. We ain't teachers. going to school for no teacher because they don't pay nothing. That, that's that's what we that's what people say. And I'm a strong advocate that they need to pay teachers the same a- way they pay these judges to send these folks to prison. You should pay these teachers. I ain't saying you pay them like that off the top, but now you need to pay them in two, three years. Well, they should have a significant well, you need rate. to pay them more off the top. I'm a strong advocate oh, yeah. for, right. for t- you well, know, up in teachers' pay as well. Yes, I ma'am. totally agree and, with and that. We had, a, we had a, um, some on a ballot maybe two two years ago mm-hmm. to, um, to fund schools. What, what was it? Um, MAEP funding? Yeah, they fund, it was a funding they had. We had to have a vote for it. Or the funding process, yeah. Mississippi Adequate and Education Program. Yeah, and it got it's, it got revoked. It got refused. Well, it, it, Mississippi Ad- Adequate Education Program was funded. It was the law was passed. It was only funded twice, mm-hmm. and it was funded twice because it was both election election mm-hmm. year years. So that's why it was funded twice. Right. And so even though the law is there with the program, it hasn't been it hasn't funded. Been right. It hasn't been used only twice. And like I said, they 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 um they they marginalize the role of a teacher. Like they they make it seem like you know we can just get another one of those. You know what I'm saying? And I hate to go back to that that um that funding, but I saw certain teachers um not in favor of it. Like I don't know, I don't understand, but it was certain teachers well, I saw that well, were in favor of being schools being funded. Well, they probably was the ones that was almost out. Yeah, I believe this one. They left. weren't gonna <laughs> reap the benefits of it. You see what I'm saying? So well, they probably also, was spiteful. Man, you also have to look at where they were from. You all have to look at. Yeah. You also have to look at the political perspective. You all have to look at Who what their husband is. She was a Mississippi. Not necessarily what their husband. Was. I can give you a total rundown on this one that I'm doing. She was a, a white female Mississippian, divorced, but for some reason, I don't know if it was because of the public school thing, like she felt like it was gonna go more to her public schools and you know how they feel yeah, about right, public right. schools. I mean, it does but go she to worked in public because it's for public yeah, schools. That's but, what it's for. But she worked in public schools. Like I didn't I didn't understand it at all because the funding would totally fund schools, like get them new stuff, they pay the care. teachers. No, they don't care. She it was somewhere. If they finna go out the door. I don't know why she didn't support it, but she was like she was against it. Like my old boss man. Well, I mean again it could have been uh political persuasion. Like I said, my ball man, his wife, she was, she was on her way out, and um, like she was hear the young girl complain like we should get paid more, and she wasn't too big of a fan of them getting no more money, 
You know, because she was almost done with it. Like, if you get some more money, that mean I done missed out on something. So, I don't really want to hear that. That ain't really my my agenda right now. I'm just trying to get up out of here. It was here, something about, like, get this, this lady trusted or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like. It was a, I guess because she was, like, Republican. It was more listen, of a Democrat. If we can pay, if we can pay judges 150000 $120,000 a year to sentence people. To dictate the rest of their life, we should be able to do the same thing for teachers because they do the same exact thing. They dictate your life they, more than anybody. They, they help dictate your life. I would be the first to agree. You know that teachers' yeah, pay in Mississippi is too low. It's pitiful. I would it's be terrible. the first. It's to, pitiful to they, say that they spend eight hours locked in a room with your children that. and like I know like <laughs> two, three cities. Um, it's tough. Like. Um, South Haven, Tupelo, and Biloxi. <laughs> like, they the only school, like, places where teachers actually don't really complain about pay. Like, you know, they want to get paid more, but they don't complain as if they being lowballed. Other than that, every, everywhere else, they, man, we need more money. And I agree, you do. Yeah, but, but, but again, yeah. Because if you, if you paid a woman 75000 a year, she getting paid thirty, thirty five, maybe forty thousand. Now you bump her pay up to seventy five thousand dollars a year. She gonna have a little more enthusiasm in. Yeah, but teachers, teachers don't participate in the political process as much because, but because they their voices were silenced. Yeah. Because some years back there was a bill passed by the legislature, uh, having to do with their. Participating in in the form of strikes and and protests and those kinds of things, so their voices have been silenced, and and so they don't speak out in a lot of cases, rightfully so, because they are afraid of losing their job. Which were the same thing with black folks, right? Black folks doing the civil rights movement in other eras, they were afraid of losing their jobs, so they didn't speak out. They couldn't speak out. They didn't speak out because. They, they had to think about the livelihood of their families. Mm -hmm. That's why you saw more women and children on the front line of the Grenada County Freedom Movement. Mm -hmm. Because the men, so many men would have lost their jobs. Yeah. And they could not afford to lose their livelihood. And our kids can't afford to be expelled from school. Like, but at the rate our kids being um, expelled or whatnot, um, and the reasons... Um, it's definitely a problem, so I definitely it's, commend it's, you and your group for, you know what I'm saying, fighting for that. Because, like I said, I was in a situation where a white boy, me and a white boy, we we had a locker right here next to each other. And he had some stuff in my locker. And I got, you know what I'm saying, I got in trouble for it. But now when it come to find out it was him, he didn't get the same punishment I got. Because they they was gonna expel me. Well, according to the 2011-2012 statistics, um, African American children were two point five more times to be suspended than the other race. And and those statistics have not changed. And it's still the same. Yeah, it's still is the it, same. Is that expulsion though? Yeah, right. that's, that's yeah. suspension and expulsion. Suspe uh -huh. Suspensions and expulsions. And that's what is like. What made a black kid gets expelled, so the same reason why um, um black people are targeted. Get, you get more time for <laughs> for certain drug offenses than they do. Yeah, yeah. You get caught the same thing, and they double your time compared to what the average white person. Gets. I just don't get how America don't see that's a problem. 
Because they don't see white privilege. <laughs> what you mean? I don't, I'm not understanding what you're not understanding. Like, like I don't understand how America not see is a problem. They do know it's a problem. They don't care. It's a problem they created. And there's no way we can do this tonight. But what you have recognized is we don't know the history of America. If we knew the history of America, then we would understand. And our children don't even understand the history of our journey in America. It's not that's that's why we feel like all is well and and everything is fine because we don't. And that and and we can't that history is not taught in schools and it's not going to be taught in the school system anytime soon. Soon, because mm-hmm. again, education is about compliance. Right. Education is not about helping people to rise right. up. The current model of That's... education was introduced in the industrial age, right? It was like That's... um, you hear a bill and you learn you you learn to respond to a bill to move, same way you would do in a factory. Right. Um, you know, you, you sit and do a task for a certain amount of time quietly, like you would in the factory. It, it was introduced. The current model for schooling was introduced during the industrial age, and it's still the same way. And the world has changed, like, from that to yeah. what we do now. Like, this, all this technology that's around us now, like, they don't really get to interact with all that all day. Even yeah. right now, we hear a lot of conversation in the education circles around where everybody's not going to college. No, everybody does not have to go to college. No. But it doesn't mean they can't be college ready. Right. right. They yeah, should be college that. ready. Because even if, I, if I'm a welder, it doesn't mean I don't want to be engaged in the activities of my community. Right, right. It doesn't mean I don't want to be a decision maker. Right. It doesn't matter. I to want to be, I want, right, trying to make me dumb. Yeah. So that, that I don't even like that language around everybody's not going to college. Because what you're telling me is, so you don't have to teach me the same thing that you teach that student sitting right. over there. Because that student over there is going to college. I want to be ready for college well, whether I make the decision to I'm go or not. Because right. if I make the decision you not to high. go, you aim high, and I'm still going to be engaged in yeah. everything that's if around you me. Short, at least you fall in the middle. Yeah, when, when <laughs> me and my um, homeboy, we had a we had um, an um, argument one day about um, college, and he was talking about when these kids get out of high school, like, they going straight to college. And I told him, like, well, my daughter, my son, like, they can't go to college till they tell me exactly what it is they want to do. Like, I'm not going to let them go to college and not know exactly what it is they want to do in life. Because why they want to go. You see what I'm saying? You got to know why you're going. You see what I'm saying? I went to college, and when I went there, I figured out that I wanted to do four or five other things that didn't have nothing to do with college. Right. All right? But now, with my kids, and, and, and I missed out on the, um, the pe- I mean, uh, the, the student loan thing. So, that was, that was kind of good, too. But if my kids going to get in debt like that, you better know exactly what it is you want to do. And I'm going to give you a grace period. You have from the time you turn 18 to you 21 to figure it out. And just because you at home don't mean that you ain't going to be trying to work and find out what it is you want to do with your life. But when you turn 21, then I'm going to let go. That's when. I'm, but now, in that time period, you need to figure out what you want to do with life. Because a lot of our kids getting... We, we in this, this phase where... Oh, we gotta. Our kids gotta go to college, so we forcing them to go to college. They getting out of high school in May. They turn around, they going to school in August. They ain't thought about during the summer. They ain't thought about what they want to do. So when they go up here to these people, they sitting up talking to them. The um, 
these advisors, they sitting in front of these folks. They like, what you want to do? Well, my my mama said that she went to school for business administration. Not mm-hmm. knowing that you don't get they, jobs they, in business. They, they go back to the yeah, so are we going to school? But are we going to school to get a job? Are we going to school to get an education? We're going to school are to get a going, career. Are we going, but but that's not why. But that's not because that's, just having the knowledge ain't really going to get it. Necessarily, but it will get it. It will get it because you're talking about you. Just, you talked about black people and right. and how we're not doing the things that we need to that we need to be doing. Maybe that's because there's a lack of knowledge and i'm not saying that knowledge necessarily happens in college that knowledge can even happen outside of the school system outside of the public school system outside of traditional education but education encompasses a lot of things not just and, and so sometimes even being in college can help you to determine that so while you're in college you're soaking up knowledge mm-hmm. and you're getting those humanitarian those subjects in the humanities you're learning about people you're learning about cultures you're learning about ideas and ideas is what fosters growth growth and what fosters but the people. whole time you on that campus you was gaining a bill yeah, Remember that. well, and that's, but that's <laughs> Remember a, that. which but is another whole yeah, separate it's subject. It's worth it sometimes, though, to, to get that experience. It's never worth it if you're not going to get out of there and you're going to go straight into yeah, it. A lot of people work. graduate, though, like more and more. Yeah, people. yeah and then it. a lot of people graduate in a field that don't pay nothing. Hey, it's just part of life, though. Like You see what I'm saying? That's but what I'm saying. Also, but it's, it's, also, it's, it's also part of the education uh, it's also part of the education conference, education conversation that's been held in so many places. Mm-hmm. But when you're not at a certain place, then you're not part of those conversations because one of the conversations is it's free tuition for college, right? Mm-hmm. But but college now is is more it's business, right. and it's becoming it's, more and more about making money, yeah. right? Everybody and not educate. So that's one of the conversations and, that we have to have. And how do they make their money, though? What do you mean? They make their money based on their tuition. Based on and the not students. only just tuition. Not <laughs> only just tuition. They have a lot of other things. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you got school. Inside. You got a sports program. Yeah, inside you got a sports gambling. program. You got apartment complexes Places, that if right. you follow the dollar, you mm-hmm. find out who really owns, owns them. It, yeah. I mean, who has a part in owning them. Right? Who has money in the investment company that's really running them. Who I buying mean, the land. It's so big. It's, yeah. just, it's so big. It's so big. And that's why education is important. That's why education is important. Because if you don't have education, if you're not well read, you don't understand all of those things. Right. And so it's so much inside of the field of education. And these conversations need to go on daily. They need to be organized. They need that's to be why church conversations. They need to be. We had people um, like Bernie Sanders trying to speak on um, getting free college tuition, which is it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. Like this, they fund a lot of stuff. <laughs> they. And they can put it to a college tuition and stuff. Um, but it's not going to happen. It's look possible, at the, but look it's at the bees, <laughs> Look at the billions of dollars that Trump just moved over for the military. Like, there's no reason to. Like, just stuff like that. Like, it's a lot of things that could be cut and to help lower costs at least. You gotta, I think we should. Like, I, I think personally, like, well, especially like with our black young men, we definitely need to get back in the trade. We need to we need to get, especially with these young kids that's troubled. Um, we should definitely work on getting back to working with our hands, 
because a lot of us we we want to make money, even though school might not be it. At the same time, we still got our eye on making a dollar. That's why you see a lot of kids leave school and want to quote unquote become hustlers. It's not because they got to do it, cause they can easily go work at McDonald's, but they feel like to get the money that they want to have, they have to be a drug dealer. And now we should just get them back to going in doing trade, brick mason, carpentry, uh, being an electrician. You see what I'm saying? Who's to say? I'm I'm missing something. Because who's to say that a troubled kid can't become a doctor? Who's to say that a troubled kid can become a lawyer? Who's to say that a troubled kid cannot become the president of the United States of America? Who's to say a troubled kid cannot succeed? Who's to say that? I cannot say that. I will not say that. I will not ever accept that. Not ever. I can't. I cannot say that. I, who's to say that a, a well-educated child will not make a mistake and fall? Who's to say that a well-educated child will not go to prison? We can't say that. Well. We can't, so we can't make those judgment calls. We can't say, let's say less troubled kids. I don't know why that kid is troubled. But I want to try to reach him. I I don't know. And I'm saying it could be for various different reasons, Mm -hmm. right? But I can't, I I, I can't, I I can't do that. I can't say, I just, I can't do that. I I, I just can't do that. I mean, I've seen, what did they say about black kids? A black kid couldn't do this. We couldn't do this. We couldn't learn how to read. We couldn't learn how to write. We couldn't be, we were not supposed to be president of the United States. We were not supposed to be doctors. We were not supposed to be lawyers. Heck, we weren't even supposed to be here. Yeah, we weren't even supposed to be here. We weren't even supposed to be here. Well, I was in trouble, kid, on um, Tia. <laughs> like, just, just stories like that. That's what... Yeah, but but we do have trouble you though. Yeah, we, do have we don't trouble make you. it seem like we don't got yeah. No, no, I'm not. No, yeah. no, 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 I'm do. not trying to say but we don't have trouble. There's other ways yeah. to reach them. Like, 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 yeah, like I believe I believe in going to trade schools too. Like and helping with that, but we don't need to make it like exclusive. Like, no, not exclusive, but. Um, or exclusively for troubled kids. Yeah, well, like everybody should do. It. Like, yeah, everybody. Yeah, but now. It's um, a lot of the field. Trades person, are wide open. Usually, when, usually when kids be like in trouble a lot in high school, they and it carry on. It it took a long time for for the 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 wholesome scrapper to come out compared to that trouble kid that was in high school that was terrorizing everybody. Right. It took it took a long time to wash that off. I'm talking from experience. I ain't talking from a place where I was sitting on the on on a rock and I was looking at somebody. I'm telling you from my own experience. And for me, a lot of the time, a lot of people didn't hire me a job because they, they, the people that they knew, that knew me. You see what I'm saying? They didn't know me. But now the people that knew me, the first thing they're going to tell them, I'm, man, that boy, he terrorized, bro. Hey, he a good kid. But now when he mad, he mad. He'll, he'll tell them. I'm not getting hired now. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not talking this from no spot where, where you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm... I'm I'm just not knowing what's going on. I'm mm-hmm. telling you from experience, it's harder. It's harder for me to go around here like, 
like even when I talk to people nowadays, like they they haven't seen me in a while. Like man, you know, you know, you ain't, you been to jail yet? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm. Like what what make you think that? Because I know you from back then. I'm a chain person now. I never did a day of jail in my lifetime, but now that still follow me with certain people that don't see me on the road because of what I did in high school. So this ain't nothing that I'm talking about that I don't, this is, this is from straight experience. People going to, whatever you do, especially when you in high school, when you in high school, everything you do, while you in high school on up to you get to a certain point in your life, it going to follow you. It's gonna follow you. So I'm not. I'm not. It doesn't follow. But that's the way society do it. It should not follow you. Yeah, but and that's what we are working to prevent. Because it shouldn't follow you. Right. It should not follow you. Kids are kids. Kids are works in progress. Right. Okay. That's what they are. They are works in progress. But you're looked at differently. Right. What did you just tell me right. about that white kid who right. had that? The same. You're this. looked at differently. And so I was expelled that's from school. What we are trying to prevent. That's what we're trying to prevent. That I mean, that's what we're... You, you gave me a perfect example. Right. But because you were not... Because you did things meant right. that you were this... You were not This a, drug dealer yeah. killer. That's what I was. <laughs> that's, what they, that's what they made me out to be. That's what they made you out to right. be. Right. Right. That's not who you were. Right. But, but you don't have... I mean, that's... But what you were saying was... Because I was a troubled kid, this is what I heard. Mm -hmm. Because I was a troubled kid, then all I needed was a vocation. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying that, I don't agree with that. Right. I think you can be anything you want to be. You can be right? a plethora of things. Right. Yeah. And I you should have just said something. I, I, I agree with what you said, but you should have said just something to keep the attention. Because most of the time it's boredom and um, a need for attention. Like like you said, like school wouldn't give you the attention you needed. Peer press. Yeah. And you need things Your to friend. take you away from it. You need yeah. things to, um, to keep you... That's why we voted for referendum one. Yeah. You need you things to keep you occupied. You see what I'm saying? It worked exactly. exactly. properly. Exactly. Referendum one can change a whole lot of things oh, in the black community. Yeah. If done properly. You see, I asked, I even asked Trey, I asked him, I said, what, do you, what, what are you going to say to the people that feel like they done been down this rodeo before? Because we done talked about this already and it didn't come to fruition. And, you know, he answered, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he said something to the, to the extent of we just need to trust him, right? And he right. We need to trust him. We're going to trust him on this. But if it's done well, properly. You may, you may have needed to trust him to to pass a referendum. Yeah, you you don't need to just trust him. You got to hold him accountable. You need to make That's sure they I was have communities. Him. Committees that folks in the community are part of that committee that is yes. committed just that is not just and a council that, that is not just one council or two councilmen uh, but but that there are people out in the community and not just this person who's 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 the cream of the crop but the the man that's on the lowest totem pole but still has something to offer those committed to, committees need to be diverse you need to have you need to you you can be on a committee right. uh, oh God I keep what is wrong but you can be on a committee right. you need to have students you need to have the kids who are going to be involved mm -hmm. in the sports complex you need people who's going to be impacted by that you need committees of folks mm -hmm. and I you wish. need to give them tools and skills you just can't you ask me uh, in, in terms of black folks and mm -hmm. why we don't do this you got to give parents tools and skills 
you got to give parents tools and skills to fight with. To tools and skills. To, right, right. Um, like having community groups. And they, they work when it's, when it's time to hold people accountable. Numbers always work. Like, they need yeah. to see that. Like, if we all hear this feet to the fire at the same time, he ain't got no choice but to answer to us and respond. Now, how he responds is what he keeps his job. That's just like with Christina when she said something about the common core thing. She was like, common core might not go nowhere. But now we can learn common core. We can all come together. But we so prideful that we don't want to let nobody know that we don't know how to do it as as adults. And I feel I felt it. Like, I real life felt it. Like, if we all sat around and, and we learned how to do it, we don't have the excuse of not being able to teach our kids math because of this crazy common core. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know common core? No. I'm pretty much lost I, on I, it. I, 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 I can do a little bit, but right. it, it get confusing. It get confusing, right? And and like I said, we sometimes, you're right, we got, to, we got to hold everybody accountable to a certain degree. Yeah. And and uh, with Trey ourselves. and with Trey, I felt because I wasn't a big voter at first, right? And I explained it to him, but he sold me on the fact that he, f- I felt like if all went wrong, he'll he'll hold himself accountable for it, and I respect it. And it's not that. an overnight process. No, 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 no. That's why you got to bring people into the in, into the decision making process, mm-hmm. into the process of learning give them tools and skills help them to understand you know i mean it's 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 so much inside of the processes not i mean knowledge is powerful right. uh, knowledge is powerful right it's mm-hmm. a tool and it's powerful. we are powerful and black I'm, people and are I'm powerful. well aware of that and and i think that sometimes we we marginalize ourselves and the thinking that we are below average when we really is the creme de la creme of, of it all well, when you have a society that, that I mean, for, you know, when you were enslaved for 300 years and then after enslavement, you still weren't free. When you had 13th, mm-hmm. 14th, and 15th Amendment, right. when mm-hmm. you have a 13th Amendment that supposedly freed you, but and, it's still that, a- and that wasn't enough, <laughs> nah. and then you come back with a 14th Amendment because well, that wasn't enough, so then you had to have a 14th Amendment to give you citizenship, and they still resisted that, mm-hmm. and after that resistance, you had to come back with another amendment and say that you had a right to vote because... No matter how much you do, the resistance is always there. Right the, the empire the is always going to strike back. The amount of time between all those constitutional amendments is is crazy. Like yeah. you had a thirteen here back in eighteen sixty four, right? Eighteen sixty five. Then you got the next one, like decades later. The, they got right. the next one. They, like you know yeah. how long in between we had to suffer like each step. Each step before they they rewrote it. But even after, all the, even after all of those, you had Jim Crow laws. You had Jim the Crow. South that totally resisted. And so you ended back up with Jim Crow laws. Jim Crow laws that said you couldn't, that if you walked down the, if you walked down the streets and you looked uh, uh, a white man in the eye, then you could go to prison for that. You had laws that, that, that took black men off the street, criminalized them yeah. because they were standing on the streets, right? Or because they could be going to a job. Uh, and 
Alabama, the, it has been proven that there were, it has, there's research to show. There's a book called Slavery by Another Na Name mm -hmm. where this white scholar actually, and that's, that's why education is so important because scholarly research, when people go out and research and prove, it, that book proved, that guy proved, author proved inside of that book what happened in terms of black people and labor. There were thousands of black men who were just on their way to a job, who was just going down the street. And because these sheriffs had set up uh, a deal with judges and justice of the peace inside of the county, they would say that they were lottering. And then they would take them to the judge. And the judge would say, the only way you could get out of this is that this man is going to pay a fine for you. And then you have to go and work for this man. And you had thousands of men that had to work in factory for years, for months, sometimes for years for to labor. give up their lives for free labor right. which is what the which is what the, the 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 prison system became all of this was real black folks are not in this place because we want it to be right. we're in this place because it was systematically done to us and it's going to be hard and difficult to get out of it but we can but but it's harder now because we're so fragmented Right. Because we've got this group over here who thinks that everything is okay. Mm -hmm. right. And so we've made it. And so we're no longer with this. And so we can't even see that anymore. Can right. you agree you know, with things even, like reparations or something? Yeah, yeah reparations. I mean, who, this, like. I mean, who wouldn't... <laughs> who wouldn't know that we well, should have people like Kanye Kuna. That, yeah. that we are old. Yeah. But, you know? And so it's... It, I always thought it was funny, like, um, for, like, uh, Black History Month. Like, we only <laughs> talked about, like, Martin Luther, Luther King, King and Michael Malcolm. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Sometimes Benjamin Batter could come up with something. Oh, uh, like the peanut butter guy. Uh, <laughs> Joel Washington uh, called. Yeah, by what? Right. By what? By what? White teacher. By design. Mm. It's all by design. And that's to the yeah. point where they don't talk about it at all. And if they do, it's just strictly Martin Luther King. Like, I remember looking at my daddy crazy, like, who is this Marcus Garvey guy? Like, somebody named Marcus, like, from back then, and he was like, this is what you're going to write your story about. Economic, you write, em economic empowerment. Because I was telling him I want to do it on Malcolm X. He's like, everybody do that. No, I'm tired I, of it. I wrote, like, a, I wrote a report on Malcolm X, and they, I almost wanted me to rewrite it, but I was like, I want to rewrite it. Right. But my daddy told me, he was like, <laughs> like, every Black History Month, every year, Black History Month, he made me write. Something about they a black to, person that wasn't wasn't being wasn't taught normal. in school. Yeah, they, they, they try to give you people to write about my son. Yeah. Like my son told me I do a black history report. I was like, oh yeah, let's do it. And I started telling him who he might need to do it on. And he was like, nah. They they gave me somebody. I had to do my own Barack Obama. And they gave him Barack Obama out of all people. Out of all like, the people. The easiest one. Right. And I was like, no, nah, man, we can't do that, man. See? But do but, you see the connection of of problem? I don't even know if you've ever thought about it. Right. But because of where you are, because of who you are, some of that was put into you, instilled in you. Because mm -hmm. your father helped you to understand right. by writing about those people yeah. who black people were. What we had come through in this country. Right. What we had given to this country. All of that's in you. Right. You're not here just because you're scrappy. And right. You're <laughs> here because of all of that. Right. Right. How many children do you know that have no clue? No clue. No clue. No clue. Because no it's easy because, like, I, I talk to my kids, like, I assume they know certain people or certain things. 
And I had to make them write a report about it. Like, I made them write a report on all. Um, I did one on Malcolm X. I did one with Martin Luther King. I did one with Marcus Garvey. And I kind of slowed out right there. But I made them do, like, real reports on Like, go do real reports. I don't want to do, like, the schoolhouse research. And they brought it back pretty good. Like, right. They decent with it. And what happens if we get all of those kids together and they start working together in groups? Right. Doing yeah. essays. Learning. Not only doing essays, they can do poems, they can do raps, they can do Definitely. plays, they can do, I mean, they can do all of these things in order to learn about who we are, who they are, mm-hmm. about the greatness that's in them. I mean, what? What if we did that work? And that's the work that we tried to do. Yeah. We. We've I had some success to it with I it. I incentivize to look up definitions, like financial definitions. I financial definitions, right. right. I've been look up debit, credit, um, right. it's everything. Like, I just got a full little list of financial yeah. terms. All part of the educational yeah. process. And, and stuff they don't teach They stuff and, they don't and teach And to know us. that it didn't start in it that, that, that just because. But Marcus Garvey knew it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's facts. Starline ship system. That's, that's fact. That's fact. <laughs> so who says we didn't yeah, know it? Right, right, right. Right. Yeah, we don't pursue it. Right. I mean, what our people, but if we don't know that our people did those right. things, if we don't know the greatness of our people, then we buy into the we bought into this whole life. Right. You a know? white man once told me that the only invention that a white person invented was the patent system. <laughs> it was the greatest. That was invention. the only. That was the only invention. How, how to get a white man out. told me that. Yep. He said that's the only thing that a white person ever. Because I, I remember one time we was talking about the the guy with the plane, the right brother, the right, right? Yeah. and come to find out they ain't really the ones that. Well, you know they found like designs with airplanes and stuff way back. Yeah, right, 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 right. Like they got. Sculptures and stuff from ancient Egypt and Africa where it looked like a, yeah, an airplane, a, a plane or something. Right. So what if we had all of it? What if we had our children doing those? If things? they knew this stuff, you know. But what that's just it, though. The stuff that they teaching them in school ain't even hundred percent factual. Anymore. Right. They putting their own twist and their own spin on stuff. I had a teacher tell me that Egyptians were white. And I just kind of looked at them crazy. Like, Egypt and Africa, how you going to tell me Egypt is white? Like, really? Climatically. Well, you know, Texas rewrote history books. Exactly. Exactly. Refugees. You told me that. And so, because they're in control. Right. Because they're in control. And that's why we have to teach our children, even outside of the school system. You got to go back Yes, we want to. Yes, we want to send them to school. Mm -hmm. But we also want to teach them outside of the school. We need our own educational programs outside of the school and the more we do that then you better believe we can change the curriculum inside of the school yeah. they make us they make us scared to go back to the motherland yeah they make it sound like africa war torn like, you gotta take 15 you shots lie, you can go over there and start a whole fortress uh fortune uh 100 company yeah like, you know what lighten up the whole country yeah the whole country well, you do have to take a lot of shots. Yeah, they went to some countries, but not all countries. They was like, I'm getting ready to go to South Africa. Right. I don't have to take any shots. But but they they just tell us if we go into Africa, though, you gotta take all the shots. See you. you and and, 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 and so what? You taking and so what? Take the shots. Shot. Yeah, just but not the shots and go. You know, some people they pay for all this. you know you know the the extra woke people. What is all that you putting in me? Yeah, they want, I'm, I'm the same way though. Like, you know what I'm saying? I would like to know what all these shots are. <laughs> right? But now. And you, but but you, well, I don't know. We're going to even not have to go in and get it. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. We can go there. We're not going to know. Yes, we can. We can do it. 
You know, they they play with us. Like I said, man, and and white people are, you know, the, the, Well, I mean, the, that's proven. Look at the look at the uh what was it? The the syphilis yeah, you know, Tuskegee. at Tuskegee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so that's a fact. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. They say that black people are paranoid, but they're paranoid based on historical facts. Right. Not on just anything. It's based on on, on history. Look at our know? history, which yeah. The revisionist history I give us is well. Look so at the funny. the movie around the sale. Mm-hmm. What they took. Oh yeah. The, the, Henrietta Lex. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Well, no. Henrietta Lex. Yeah. I don't I don't remember the name of the movie, but her story. They pretty much put her sales in almost every vaccine and which turned out to be a good thing in a sense, but her her her, her family knew nothing about it. Yeah, like they she just was just used, right. They just right. And they still do they just yeah. not pay them or they still ain't paid them. Well she ain't gonna if it's if no. it's payment is nowhere right. near where what what they should, should be, be getting. Right. Because really they, all we, of them should be billionaires. We, 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 we should own life. the country, really they, they, right. I like to hear other Yeah, we should and th- like white people I always say, black people, if y'all don't like it here in America, just go back to Africa. We didn't even come from here, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, first of all, a lot of us were here already. Right. Second of all, the other ones were transported here. Yeah. Like, we, we didn't ask to hop on a boat. Like, right. You know. Well, and that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the bottom line. When, 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 I so, mean, I've had people to, I've had whites to say that. Yeah, you know, go back to line. Africa. No. Oh. No, no. This, yeah, go back to Africa. But, but hey, you brought us here. Yeah. You brought us yeah. here. Well, you brought <laughs> us here. And so now, guess what? We're here to stay. What did you think okay? America would be like without if black people? Without black, yeah, that's a pool. <laughs> I think they're gonna give like? us. I think they're gonna give us citizenship again. <laughs> they're gonna because I don't want to be for to go work. They, they live out style. Everybody want to be a Negro till it's time to be. Yeah. Negro. Till it's time. Yep. Everybody. Everybody want to be black. Everybody want to sing my blues, but nobody want to live. Exactly. That's true. But I cannot see the United States without black people like they think about all well, the break dancing you see on AT and T commercials in there like an iPhone they break dancing spinning on their hand and all that. Where you think they got that from? Like yeah. we we learn how to do all that out of entertaining ourselves from pain basically. Yeah. Hip hop came from want to entertain yourself, get away from the struggles of everyday life in New York. And we fear by a lot and, of people around the world. And though. That's what they do now. They like my mom was telling me it. like. When she was over there across sea, like one of the most racist places she was at was Okinawa, Japan. Was like, oh, Asians. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they didn't. Not to put a whole money. They didn't like black people them. like that. Yeah, well, Japan. Yeah. yeah but now they got blacks flowing in their veins, though. That's most. Come to find Asian out. countries, though, like most Asian got black people in their system, though. Like yeah. mm-hmm. they are really like some black people on the low. Oh, well. <laughs> well, now, you know, I ain't going to talk too much, though. I'm be quiet. Well, you know, I mean, we work with Asian organizations mm-hmm. because all Asians are not treated no, no, no. in America. No, no, no. You know, America a, is ruthless. That's, that's a myth. All Asians are not. We, no, we work with Asian and, organizations. And Reggie told me another myth that... Um, America is not the best place on the, on the earth either. Like they make it out to be. Like yeah. they put this big picture of like America, You're land free. of the free, home <laughs> of the brave. Go anywhere else, you Buddy, buddy, with the picture of ten people on there, and the one black guy that's like the seven guy in the middle of you, you know. know they, the crime, you know the crime rate in Cuba. Basically none. It's almost like. Zero but you let it be, listen. But now you let it be known though. Like South Florida is infested with. Um, criminalized 
Cubans. Well, you know the ones he sent out were the criminal. It was it was people that Batista created basically. It was the person before Fidel Castro. And yeah, you have two different populations of Cubans. Yeah, in, exactly. In Florida. <laughs> yeah, and there was some that was happy about Fidel Castro dying. It was some that was very sad about. It. Yeah. Like, well, you know, they only thrive because you know of the greed of America. So, well, they only did what America allowed them to do. And, and, you know, personally, I think that most of the world is going to decline because of the greed of America. Well. Because we are greedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think America going to come flat. Like, auto, like we're going to hit rock bottom. And the only people that are going to be able to survive is black folk. Yeah, because we already know how to do that. We already know. Like, we well, did so you don't think we've already hit it? Yeah. Nah, we've been on. <laughs> listen, no, we done been there. We done been there a couple times. I believe we get no, farther. No, I mean in terms of America. Yeah, well, I'm but I don't know. Ideology and what? what we, we close. We almost yeah. close. We got Trump in office, so it don't get. It, it it's gonna be hard to get worse than this. It's it, 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 it gonna get hard. It's gonna be real hard. It could get worse because if he's impeached, we'll see it. Mike Pence is. Don't say that. Mike Pence is probably more. Um, He's waiting in the wings. Yeah, he might be more ruthless than Trump. Trump's kind of nice about being. He got that implicit bias. He got that. He, he got that. Um, that NBC. Um, that that aura around him, yeah. like he real TV but animated. Mike Pence, Mike Pence is just straight racist. Though. Yeah, he it's, just it's right. A it's a difference between implicit bias and then, um. Just I don't right. like you. Yeah, I know you, and I still don't like you. That's crazy. But well, before we. I do want to say that we mm-hmm. will be having an event Monday, okay. March 22nd March at the Lewis Johnson Complex Center from 4 to 8. So it's going to be a fun day after school day for it's children. October 22nd. October 22nd, which is Monday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we're focusing really on a community conversation. So some of the conversations that we're, we've had, we're hoping that parents will come out with their children, okay. have similar kind of conversations, ask us questions, tell us stories. I mean, and, 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 and there's so many stories. There's just so many, so many activists. With, there, there's so many stories out there. I mean, I can give you so many stories. You know, again, we think, we, we just believe that. And I know that we just recently got our uh, ratings, and we have a B rating, right? And and we applaud the school mm-hmm. system for that. But there are stories within, within that. And sometimes we just don't know those stories, and we mm-hmm. don't tell those stories. You know, I can... I, I, I can um, one of the most disheartening stories for me is a story of a little first grade girl, first grade child. And the child was really small at this time. She's in the uh, second grade now, but she's just gained a little weight, but she was really petite in the mm-hmm. first grade. And um, she was actually the, uh, the, she was administered corporal punishment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was administered corporal punishment. Her mom had signed the form mm-hmm. for the to be able to to Paddle. for the Paddle. to be able to be pout, right? And uh, unfortunately, and she was pout by the assistant principal of the school, who is a male, and she's a little small female child. Mm-hmm. And her mother had to take her to the hospital. She had contusions of the butt, buttocks. Mm. And this is a real story. Do you know how hard a child would have to be hit? To break to have, to Right. Now, had that same, had that child been taken to the hospital by the school because her mother had done that, what would have happened? 
they would have called they Department called of Human Services mm-hmm. immediately and right. removed that child from, from the mother's yeah. home. This right. this, this, this was a school, but I was unable to get in. And, it, and it's so disheartened because I was unable to get any help for her because people because we're in the climate that we're in the political climate that we that we're in and we talk about why voting is important because of the political climate that we're in the judges that we have lawyers know they they cannot win these cases so if they take on you don't have the kind of civil rights lawyers that we had in the past that we take on these cases for nobody right Mm -hmm. you have to have money and then but if you're going to take on a case and know you're not going to win it right you have to put all of these monies into this case but you know you're not going to win it so we were not able to get any help because in in the fear was that it 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 it, it would have been just really hard to get it anywhere Chan- it was chances of it going any place was slim to none but because she had signed no. the paper agreeing to corporate punishment then it, the right. then it was much harder and so, and she shouldn't have get. It wouldn't have. It shouldn't have been that case, mm-hmm. because I don't care even if it's administered. You know, it, there's a line you don't cross, right? It has to be just. I mean, and there's no. That's not. First, first of all, what what can a first what can a first grade child do? Most of the things that a first cha- first grade child is going to do should be teaching lessons for the teacher. The teacher, that's right. You, you should be teaching lessons, go right? Go ahead and grab one and sit her down like, hey, don't do that. Come, come here, let me uh, show you how to do this. Or even yeah, what, what right, happened right. here? Because yeah. it was something between two children. Or what happened here? Or why did you say that? Bring those children mm-hmm. together. Let them talk. But all of interventions that could be put in place, though the child never even should have been sent to the office. But even after being sent to the office, and then the when I interviewed the child, she literally cried. She said, I said, why, you know, why are you crying? I said, we're, you know, we're going to work with this. She said, because I looked up and my teacher was in the room while I was being paddled. And she was laughing. Mm-hmm. What do you think that's going to do to the, to yeah. the person? They're, they're that begins, that, that, and, and it begins to break the spirit. Right. And, and, so when you, and when you continue to do those kinds of things, then those kinds of things in your spirit mm-hmm. continues to be broken. And, 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 and you and you continue to get into trouble. Not because of anything you're doing that just so out of, out of, you know, way out there. But simply because of these small incidents. You feel like they don't care. You feel like they don't care. And at some point, it may happen that you don't care. Mm-hmm. And that you give up. And that you become a statistics later in life. Mm-hmm. So it's those kind of stories. And I see those stories all the time. What happens when you have a, when you have the leadership of a school? And we say that, you know, we're in an era where we're... Uh, uh, Laws have been changed and everything has changed. But then you have the leadership of your school, and you have a uh, you have a, you have a play at your school, and a black uh, guy and a white girl are chosen for the roles, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's pressure put on the teacher because she did this, and she's told that she's never to do this again, right? Then what does this say about your leadership? So if your leadership of your school thinks like that, then what do you think your school system is going to look like? What do you think is going to come down inside of your school from the leadership of the... If the leadership of your school is saying to you that you are still nobody, nobody. that you are still nobody, right? 
And even and, and even when the teachers know it, and nobody talk and, and they talk about it among themselves, mm -hmm. right? But it never becomes public. Nothing ever happens. Right. And, and this is what you're working it's, with. It's hard to take legal action in them situations because like you said, it takes money and they have money to hire specialists and they 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 gonna pull out all the stops, pull you out think special they, files. They're going to pull out all of the stops. Yeah, yeah. They, they, all of the they stops. They get specialists, files that's supposed to be locked away, like anything. They money would get. That's that's all trial is about. Who has the most money? Who can hire the most people yeah. to the sway? Right. Because it's never about the truth. It's never about the truth. It's about, about the truth. They they got special. They got prosecutors who whose whole job is to prove that you're guilty, mm. whether you're innocent or not. Like. I'm gonna prove that you're guilty, and, and I'm gonna do all this to prove it. And everything and, that you was just saying, I, 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 I felt that because I mean, that's pretty much what I was going through. Like it's real, man. That was pretty much everything in a nutshell. Like what I was going through when I was in school. Like I remember me Vreeland walking out of class after my basketball game, telling me like I'm, I'm gonna kill your basketball career. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't gonna be playing basketball too long. No, and because no. she knew I, I was failing her class. Like, I, well, I was failing math at the time. But how many? And, and, and how I was borderline on the class. How many people make it? You made it. Yeah. But how many people? How many? But my soul was damaged, though. I right, was bad. Exactly. I still feel like karma hit me from time to time. And, and but now. And so, look, think of all the students. Think of all of those who are in jail now. Yeah. You know, now because of those kinds of incidents. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to prevent. Yeah. That's, you know, that's. And it's, it takes us working gonna, gonna together. Work. Yeah, it takes us working definitely. together. You I'm know, and we're not just in it. Don't think it's just, this is just black people. Our organizations mm. are made up of white, black, Latinos, Hispanics. Uh, we have teachers unions. Mm -hmm. We have teachers. We have administrators at schools. So it's not just, you yeah, know, I, I it's, just it's, it's a diverse group yeah. of people. It takes understanding amongst a lot of people. When it all, at the end of the day, um, I don't want to say inclusion, but like a diverse group of people is, is going to take it to, to make true change in any situation. Like we don't have to um, be appropriated or moved into their system, but they got to understand this and we need to understand that. Or and we just need to be segregated. Segregation is cool if you want that, but it needs to be some understanding still because there's going to be a lot of segregated war. If we right. segregate each other and still don't understand each other. We don't fight either way it go. So it needs to understand amongst we, everybody. We, we definitely don't need to um, be fighting. But one thing I, I I like I said, you definitely I still got a few chill bones on my arm from you talking about Man, that, the that, folk breaking them kids' spirit. Cause that, I'm that, telling you, I felt all of it. It rolled up my back. That, that rolled, is, that's what's happening. It rolled up my back. That's all what right. that's what's um, happening. Before we wrap it up, what you wanna talk about um your um your run for mayor when you ran for yeah, mayor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, a little bit about the civil rights movement here in Grenada. Well, I, I, my run for mayor, again, it was a position that I didn't want to run for. <laughs> I, I've never been really, I've never been really interested in, in, in being an elected official. Mm -hmm. And I asked several people to run and they were all saying, well, you know what, why won't you run? You're the one that can win, right? And they felt like I could win because of my advocacy with young people. But right? you did win. And though. because, I'm saying, but they, they thought I could win because no. because of my advocacy mm -hmm. with young people, mm -hmm. because of my relationship with, with, with a lot of young and what people. what year that was? Right, that was in 2004. 2004. And, right. Probably and, the last time I voted. 
So they and and so they and I and I knew the opportunity. I asked if somebody would run because I saw the opportunity again why education is important Mm -hmm. because I understood the numbers Mm -hmm. I knew that it was a winner take all I knew that blacks had become the majority in the city I knew that the white Mm -hmm. vote was going to be split so Mm -hmm. I knew that a black person would be able to win it right Mm -hmm. I knew that because I had gained tools and 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 skills working with an organization called Mm -hmm. Southern Echo right Mm -hmm. I knew that I had been trained I had I had been educated right so I I knew that so I couldn't let that opportunity pass. Mm-hmm. So I took advantage of that opportunity, and we won. Mm-hmm. And I considered it a people's victory, right? They but, were. but Same I'm people. telling you, the <laughs> empire always strikes back. Right. Always, always. But what happened was, and people didn't understand it because we don't understand history. We had something called the 1965 Voting's Rights Act, which we thought, uh, which, which. Which at that time, really, you know, the the Republican administration was really already on, already doing all of those things necessary to try to try to get that gutted, right? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't gutted at the time. Right. The the uh, Grenada had been trying for many years since the early nineteen nineties to get uh, the city annexed, to get annexation, mm-hmm. to get the whites who were on the outskirts of the city to bring them back into the, the city, city because they knew the city was becoming majority black. So they had to change the population. Well, the nineteen sixty five Voters Rights Act said that that you could not do that. You couldn't do anything without permission from the Justice Department Mm -hmm. because they knew that whatever you did, you were trying to, because this was still the South and Mm -hmm. it still is, Mm -hmm. but you were trying to to dilute the black voting strength, Mm -hmm. right? But because it was in a Republican administration, and we really do believe that that our Republican congressmen and senators were pressured by the Bush Justice Department. Mm -hmm. And the Bush Justice Department gave the city of Grenada uh, gave the city of Grenada uh, uh, authorization for the to for the organization process to happen, and so when they when they um, when they told the district courts made the ruling that a new election had to be held, and <laughs> because those areas had to be annexed in, mm-hmm. so once the areas were annexed in, even though the city was still uh, even though the way the city was set up. The, you was the the councilman would be able to win, mm-hmm. but because they brought all of the whites in, for the then your for the mayor's job, right, in mm-hmm. certain position. So then your population changed, Dilute and so you could right. It yeah. did dilute the vote. And, That's exactly yeah. what it did. That's exactly what it did. <laughs> and, then, and, and now then, we're no longer under the nineteen sixty five voters' right. Act, so we don't have a leg to stand on anymore. So, uh, <laughs> so we. That's why we can't lose majority of the um. Councilman, like, but we, if, if we, it seems though, we if, gonna we, lose if we have a, if we have a three four split, and and like, but 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 you know, p- behind that election, people really became. Disenchanted though afterwards because right. they didn't know what was happening. Yeah, because uh, we were lost. Yeah, like, you were lost because I, I knew you won. That's so you know, at, at the time you're thinking, um, I'm I'm just a young 18 year old. I'm just not learning about you know what I'm saying the the structure of voting and all this. Um, I'm understanding this more than Democrats and Republicans. You know, I'm learning at the time. So when I hear that you win, 
It's like okay, we, we did. Done. It. We done. It's like where she at? Let's go find her. We yeah. from. But then it's like, hold on, like it, it was over. Like, then it's like, nah, later. she ain't won just yet. I'm like, how is that possible? And my mom was she was breaking it down to me, but it sounded so foreign to me. Right, because it's part of the educational process that that we don't think is important, but it's so important because it's those policies that. Yeah. I mean, it's those policies that control how we live. Yeah. But but that's what happened in the in the in the mayor's election. So, I definitely was crying. So make sure everybody I keep cried. that in mind. Like yeah. when, it, when it come to local elections, remember yeah. to go vote your local elections. Yes. Especially for the council, because like you said, it's, the mayor's going to be what it's going to be. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they, they going to make that. Yeah, yeah they, they but, diluted that. Yeah, so. But your local councilman. You got to keep the many people we got on the outside so we, they won't annex the city again. Like, but your population has changed. That's why black folks got to be involved in the census. That's why we got to make sure <laughs> exactly. that our people are counted, right? We scared right? it. We scared it. Yeah. I never even knew it was that important. I remember the little booklet coming through the mail. Yeah. I was like, what is Throw what is Kansas? Like, I ain't even know how I ain't even know what it was. I'm like, man, I, don't, I ain't finna do this. I throw it in the garbage. But then my mama tell me she was like, nah, that's how we account for people. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, that is that is so that but not it's important though. And we do have to start back doing that. Yeah. We got to start doing those and things. And one of the importance is of a school board election is because mm-hmm. a school board election, the school board governs the school system. It does not run the day-to-day operation. That is the job of the superintendent mm-hmm. and under his leadership administration, administration's leadership. That is the job of the superintendent. But the school board, but that school board person can have so much to do with community engagement. And that's what our community needs. Oh, we. And that is. Miss Diane Freeland Foster is in the building. Yeah. We so appreciate you stopping by. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad to have you. You always by. one of my C roles. You know I that. I hope I was. You know that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's most definitely the. When, when I talk to the the Mount Rushmore women for me in in, in Grenada, you always up there. So. Oh, well, yeah. thank you. Yeah, you just definitely know always up there. Most definitely. Thank you. We we'll just yeah. make sure people go out and vote on yes, the sixth Yes, ma'am. We're gonna show get them out there for you. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, we. <laughs> <laughs> What they know about that? What they know about that? Coach? You got the juice now, baby. You got the juice. You got the juice now, baby. You got the. You got the. It was ten years since you heard from niggas from the west side. Mm. Now we on the cover of the vibe. And niggas shot me five times. I'm happy to be alive. And my mom. You got the juice now, baby. My first album with five times black. Look for California, it was on my back. I was 23 when I had my first kid. And his mama told him when he came out. You got the juice. Like father, like son. Uh, top down, Mercedes throttle. Wrist looking like a nigga just played the lotto. I am the captain, what year is the Pablo? Run up on the car, get sprayed with hollows. I grew up in a six tray and parlor. Ain't make the lead, but I made the dollars. Recording my demo, new Drake will follow. When the E told me. You got the juice now, baby. You got the juice. That's some real shit. You got the juice now, baby. That's 
that's it.